We are back. Episode 88, Hello Bass, Bass Fishing Podcast. This week, fun episode talking all about tackle, gear, Dobbins rods, a whole bunch of other rods, a whole bunch of other tackle with Polish Pete from Omnia Fishing. It should be a fun episode. We had a giveaway, so if you don't check us out on the YouTube stream and you want to get on that giveaway, think about joining us on the live stream on YouTube. Otherwise, if you're listening to this episode quick, you should be able to take advantage of that Omnia early Black Friday sale. Early 20 is the code. We talk about it in the show. If not, you can always use my code HBNOV15 if you miss that. This week, the Hell of Ass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle. Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code HELLABASS15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. All right, here we are. Another Wednesday night, another Hella Bass Live. And tonight, we are back after a week off, week on, week off with Pete from Omnia. What's up, Pete? What's up, boys? How was everybody doing? Good, good, good. I'm excited to be back. Uh, like, I feel like that week down in Louisiana took the wind out of my sails a little bit driving straight back. Like, I had that hangover drive after driving 16, 17 hours. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm, I'm getting back into it. <clears throat> good. How was it down there though? Was the weather good when you're down there the whole time or just it was really, really nice in practice. And then yeah. of course when the tournament started, the cold front rolled through and yeah. it was rainy and cold and windy, and then you know, temps in the thirties in the morning, which southern fish love that the first, you know, cold front. It's it seemed a bit like though that the you know, the, the tournament morning, was a grind for most people. The first, you know, cold front. It's it's I'm hearing a little delay echo. Where's that coming from? Are you watching the stream on your? No, no, I'm not anymore. I, I just shared it, but I, I didn't have it. Okay. On. <clears throat> Maybe that's what it was. Um, hey guys, let us know how the audio and the video is. I think it sounds pretty good, but just let us know in the live chat here and uh, we'll make sure we won't go too far down this path without any issues. I was a minute late today, Sean, but I knew you'd hang in there for me. I had a, uh, a busy afternoon that took a lot longer than I thought. And I literally got home like 20 minutes ago. Um, our guy, Doug says we're good. Doug knows his audio. So we'll take his word for it. Sean says superb. He is like the, the connoisseur of all st- things streaming on the internet. So good. All right. <clears throat> cool. Oh, where do we start? First of all, before we get too far in this. Oh, I, I think you got to start by explaining how last week was for you. Yeah, because I got was, a couple things I got to take care of uh, just uh, logistics wise, then we'll get into that for sure. But I want to thank okay. Arsenal Fishing for supporting the channel, supporting the stream. A uh, great partner of mine. I think you guys sell quite a bit of Arsenal stuff at Omni yep. as well. Um, we so they're, uh, I think you guys probably sell the fire out of those uh, braid scissors and uh, uh, wacky kits. Yep, whatever you can send us goes. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, yeah, so I'm back. Like you said, uh, we were off last week. I think most people know why I was off last week. I was fishing the national championship. Next week, I'm actually going to do a super deep dive because I'm having Maddie Wong uh, 
the champion on next week, next Wednesday night. So we'll keep it pretty high level. And then next week we will literally go like (laughs) deep dive in the minutia. We'll talk about his practice, his planning, my practice. I mean, we'll do like the full breakdown. So cool. um, We'll touch on it this week. Uh, Practice video went out yesterday on the, on the channel. So that was kind of cool. Kind of a vlog style travel vlog practice. I think people are liking it. A lot of comments on it so far. Um, I'm kind of excited because like I do a ton of fishing up here in the upper Midwest. Right. And everything kind of looks the same. (laughs) Like we got same kind of trees, you know, the river looks a little different, but all our lakes kind of look the same and it's cool to be able to film down there in the bayou right with the cypress trees and the swamps and just like it's yeah. just a total different world down there so i think visually big change of pace and very very cool visually uh to do some videos down there yeah i bet uh, congratulations again on another year of making it to the nationals and doing your job representing for minnesota so that's cool yeah absolutely and, and like um you know, it's obviously a huge honor to make it and a huge, huge accomplishment to go to the national championships, especially back-to-back weeks or back-to-back years. Um, yeah. But at the same time, after a good first start two years in a row, I definitely feel like there was some missed opportunities left on the table, right? I mean, you go down there with definitely the dreams of making a classic and, you know, having two good days, the first two days, both years, and then not backing it up stings a little. But I bet. it also fuels the fire, you know. I mean, like, no. <laughs> I bet. But you got to It's got to feel good though that you've been competitive every time you've had to leave the state. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's there's a lot of guys who take that jump to leave, and then they find out the harsh realities of fishing down south, like I have myself. Yeah. And uh, it's cool that you've been competitive when you've gone. So you got to feel like you're getting one step closer year after year. Yeah, absolutely. The only bad part is I'm not on the path for next year. I did not make next year's regional. So it's uh, yeah. the soonest I can be back is now 2023 to the Nationals. So that 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 pains me a little bit. But, it you know, next year at Lahamadu for the, the state qualifier, I'm, I'm at, jacked up to bring the heat and make sure that I make the top 10 there. Got in for it. Good. But so, yeah, that was last week. I ended up 15th in the tournament. So, I mean, if you think about it, you know, there's thousands and thousands or tens of thousands of Bass Nation members literally yeah. throughout the country. And to finish in the top 15 is a, is a is a huge accomplishment. And I'm proud of that. Absolutely. And shout out to Cheetah, my buddy, for uh, jumping in there as a co-angler, too. Yeah. Yeah, he got it was a great learning experience for him down there, I think. Uh, for sure. He didn't catch him as well as he wanted to either. But I, I think he had a great experience. And I think he's jack to get back either as a boater or a co um yeah um sean you know what we're going to go into that in huge great detail next week so make sure you tune in next week i mean maddie and i will both talk in great detail about how we joined our local clubs and how we got into that so um also you can even go back and re-listen to the the stream i did with with cheetah like a month ago right after lacrosse and uh, we cover it there, too. So what's up, David? Just got back from Bacharach, I think. Well, he's, he's he was in that group of Minnesota bass heads that went down to Mexico like last week or the week before. So that's pretty cool. I think he caught an almost eight pounder, <clears throat> a new nice. PB. So. Beautiful. Uh, we don't really have mag spots up here. No, think, we do not. 
maybe really Southern Iowa has a few spots, but really you don't get into spots until you get into like the Ozarks. Missouri, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're not that Magnum there, at least not the ones I've caught. <laughs> I'll tell you where which place doesn't have Magnum spots is the Watchtower River. Watchtower River. I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask you that. How were the Magnum spots in the Watchtower River? I caught three spots on the final day because I just changed things up, and, and, and yeah. we'll cover all that next week on why I did that on the final day. Three spots. It was a twelve and a half incher, a thirteen incher, and a fourteen incher. Two pounds seven ounces. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they were skinny. Yeah. yeah. I've been to about four or five fisheries in the South that are known for big spots. And I never caught one over three pounds. I, I may have touched three. There's a few times it wasn't in a boat, with a, but nothing really big ever. And uh, of all places during the classic last time it was on Hartwell before this next year's uh, I was fishing with a buddy and we went to Kiwi Lake and everybody told us that don't go there. That lake's not that good, but it was close to where we were staying. Sure. We had a short amount of time to fish. And I caught like a four and a half pound spotted bass, which is by far and away my biggest spot, like by a long shot. Uh, I've had bad luck with big spots in my life. So, Yeah, I would say two and three quarter, maybe three pounds is the biggest spot I've caught. Um, yeah. yeah, cool, JP. Uh, going as a co next year at the regional St. Lawrence. That's awesome. You'll that's probably cool. run into uh, TJ Dobbs, who was my day one partner at the regionals he fishes as a co for new york so i'm sure he is i think pretty sure he's already qualified so so they had a tj for me um thank you uh doug becoming a member that's awesome appreciate it awesome. that's awesome um I, I am working on something i have a a, a a seminar i did for some high school kids and i'm working on getting the recording and that's going to be my first piece of like members only content among some other things uh for the membership so that's cool all right we got carps and body dumps in chicago nice um, <laughs> yeah and good point mark i mean i was literally didn't know i was going to make the regional team until like two days beforehand <laughs> so that's awesome yeah yeah cool 74 pounds. Wow. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll talk a little bit about the baits in a little bit because I did bring some baits from down south. Yeah. But excited to have Pete on for a few reasons. One, and I guess the biggest reason that I'm excited about personally, yeah, is uh Dobbins rods are now at Omnia Fishing. Yes, they are. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super jacked to be able to uh, bring that or like be able to collaborate and, and further yeah. expand that synergy uh, between, you know, what we already do and, and helping yep. you guys grow and, and introducing people to what you guys do. And like one thing that I am super pumped and happy about is I've never sent somebody to Omnia and then yeah. regretted or ever got any negative feedback that was like, you know, that was a bad experience. Usually it's the other way. Cause like typically people are quick to tell you what they don't like, but people sure. don't often go out of the way to tell you when they have a good experience or was it okay or whatever. But I've got overwhelmingly feedback, people thanking me for introducing them to Omnia. So congratulations yeah. for the guys and, and, and the hard work and what you guys do. Um, Thank you. Because people, you know, tell me all the time, Hey, that's awesome. I'm glad I found out about that. 
Um, right. And, and like I said, for all the, if, if, if I figure if one person tells me that there's 10 more people that are thinking that. Yeah, I hope so. And thank you very much. And I appreciate not just your support early in when we were just like literally concepting this thing and we had a pretty small assortment, we were trying to grow it. Um, I appreciate, you know, you were one of the people that was constantly reminding us that we were missing. We had a big gap there with, with Dobbins. And we, we knew that we knew it pretty early when we did our first customer survey, we learned, I learned, I should say more than even some of the people we worked with, how big the Dobbins following really was. Our customer surveys were really overwhelmingly uh, telling us, Hey, you guys need to get Dobbins rods. You guys need to get Dobbins rods. And for anybody who's unfamiliar with our business with Omnia, uh, we're mostly e-commerce. We do have a brick and mortar store in Golden Valley that you're welcome to come in if you're close and check out and see how we do things. But we're basically warehouse e-commerce, uh, most of the business and, and, uh, and rods are a challenge when you're, especially mm -hmm. a new e-commerce businesses are expensive to, to ship. And, and as you guys all, every one of you listening to this knows what the supply chain was like this year and last year, even a little bit uh, with all that stuff. So uh, it was kind of a leap of faith for us to take it, uh, even though our customers had overwhelmingly told us, Rich and some of the other guys up here in Minnesota, like Sobe and a few others had told us, hey, we'll help you if you guys do it. Uh, it just had to fit in right with timing and space and uh and budgets and it did and it was funny that i thought we went pretty big for an opening order to be honest with you um but i had a lot of faith in uh you guys jumping on them right away so we what we we went a little larger we normally would layer in orders with like small little families and a few models mm -hmm. in each one we thought we kind of just spread ourselves out a little wide and a little thin what i learned because we got the rods last friday and uh, as you guys go on there, you'll see we've sold a lot of them, uh, uh, which is good news. Thank you all so much. Luckily, Dobbins is cool and they do support us. If we're low, they can they can ship a rod out for us. And like so there's a good business synergy there already. So uh, when you go on the site, if there's something you're not seeing that you want, uh, either reach out to us or go ahead and try and close it out in that cart. and We'll get it shipped out to you. Um, some of them are drop shippable. Some of them we'll have to wait till they come in. But we've already, we got the rods Friday and we were actually reordering today. Uh, awesome. I'm uh, pretty surprised myself how fast. And then the other thing I was surprised by is how much I liked a couple of the super high-end models. I'm usually pretty rod snobby. And uh, I was running around in the shop for the last two days with a, one of my fancy reels on an ecstasy, just carrying it around while I talk to people. So... Uh, nice. pretty impressed so far honestly i haven't even held an ecstasy yet so that's one of the yeah. things i'm excited about like like yeah. doug is saying is like there's not many places in the twin cities that carry dobbins rods and most of them don't carry very many or the few yeah. that do don't also carry very many um so i'm excited to be able to get my hands on a few other models i feel like i've got a pretty good understanding of how they work and i don't I'm have sure a problem ordering them because um, yeah. I usually know what I'm going to get, but it'll be nice to be able to swing into the shop and visit with Pete and and, and yep. uh, grab some of these rods. And, and when I get questions that I can't answer, um, either maybe I can bop up or I feel like Pete, right? I can probably reach out to Pete and be like, hey, go grab this rod and go grab this rod. Sure. Give me a little flex test and give me some feedback so I can tell, you know, answer some questions. 
For sure. And I, I'm ready for that uh, to happen because I'm really impressed so far. I mean, uh, the crankbait models was something that uh, when I spoke to Gary on the phone pretty extensively, I spoke to you quite extensively about the line and what models we should go with. And thank you for you helping guide us in some of the models we added early. Um, a lot of them are gone. So sorry about that for that, that <laughs> happened that fast. But uh, um, you kind of guided us in the right way. And Gary was really adamant about that. I would be really impressed with a lot of the moving bait rods because uh, I've only whined about it in like every podcast I've ever got to be on, but I can't stand glass rods. I kill, I buy them every year. I still buy glass rods every year because I get talked into it. And uh, it's, it's a weakness of mine. I understand at this point that it's my own problem, but uh, uh, I love so far the reaction bait rods from Dobbins that are not like a uh, straight, three inch thick glass rods i can actually yeah. tell that i can feel what's going on so i'm pretty impressed so far with a lot of the rods i'm in the same camp i'm anti-glass i, I do not like glass rods so if, if, did you, you get some of their glass rods and some of their yeah. non-glass we, cranking rods we we went pretty wide what we yeah. learned was is we went thin as we went wide we did a lot of twos and threes and fours and stuff like that and uh we should have probably gone deeper uh, but we got to learn what what's going to be best sellers. But so far with the relationship with Dobbins and so far with the support we've gotten from our customers, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those lines, to your point, uh, that we're going to be pretty wide in so that people can come into the store and bend them and check them all out. And, you know, nice. we'll just have to go really deep in some. I can definitely tell you this right now. I don't think this is a shocker to any Dobbins fans, but it was a shocker to me uh the price point rods like his entry level stuff from the fury and the caden and all that stuff uh even so sobe's two models of rods mm -hmm. like he's got a seven two heavy that's like super light it's it's really crisp and alive it's a really nice rod um those things flew i mean it was like there's a following for them for a good dang yeah. reason uh they're coming under that 150 price point like the 129s and stuff like that and they fly uh for a reason um if you haven't if you're price point model shopping like trying to compare uh budget rods to try and fill up your rod locker for like multiple multi-purpose rods and stuff like that uh i really suggest not just coming in to check out the bougie rods like i like uh come in <laughs> and check those out i think you'd be surprised i think you'll find out why there's ravenous dobbins fans if you haven't come and bent those rods yeah for sure and i and i like my nice rods me too for uh bottom contacts right mm -hmm. i don't have any xcc's yet but i got a fair amount of hps yeah um, and a handful of xps but i'm a big proponent of the furies the savvies or not the savvies the uh the sierras and those sierras. rods for reaction baits um yeah i don't think there's a need to spend 250 to 350 dollars for a lot of these reaction i mean i think that's that you know there's a time and a place for it and i, and I think uh those price point rods are really nice for some of that stuff speaking of the reaction bait rods caleb asks the 684 cb versus the 685 for the 110 to 120 side jerk baits i have a 684 cb <clears throat> i feel like it's a little underpowered for a 110 and what family are you talking about so this is a champion xp champion that he's talking oh, about got it um i know a lot of guys do like it my buddy billy coles fishes smith mountain down in, in virginia loves it I much prefer the 704 CB for throwing a jerk bait. Now, some people maybe don't like that seven foot rod. I, yeah, I don't course. have a problem with it. I think you're going to be happier with the 685 because uh, I do feel like the 684 is 
a little bit lighter than the 704. So for yeah. your bigger jerk baits, if you want that 6.8 rod, I would definitely check out the 685 CB. There's also a Caden 610 dash. There's a 610 jerk bait rod in the Caden series as well. Um, which are might they, be are they pretty moderate rods, Rich? Or are they faster actions than those? These are crankbait rods, so these are the moderate action. Moderate, yeah. And that's yeah, these that's are the, how... the non-glass reaction crankbait rods. Yeah, but a lot of that's why I was asking a lot of like crankbait rods that are in glass tend to have like just a really soft tip and not load up all the way down the blank. And uh that's what I was kind of curious. I, I have not picked up either one of those rods. You yet. guys got the new 734 CVs, those are brand new. Yeah. yeah. I don't think many people have those yet. I don't think you have the 610 Caden though. There is a 610 Caden jerkbait rod that's supposed to be pretty nice. But that would be another one to look at. All right, let's catch up on a few comments. Uh, AP Fishing wants to know if the Chapo 75 is going to be in stock anytime soon. <laughs> I actually believe it or not. I, I, I think I said 45 times this year that Berkeley's catching up and we'll get a bunch of stuff. But we are literally getting like trucks on a daily basis so to to answer your question i would not doubt that within the next couple of weeks here we are hard bait wise caught up we're getting believe it or not caught up on all the max sense stuff power bait stuff plastics are shipping on a daily basis we're getting shipments from pure fishing we're starting to see some durables by that i mean rods and reels are starting to flow in um hard baits it's mostly Fritz sides and a few other crankbaits, but uh, I think Chapo's, I'm guessing they're going to be in these next bunch of batches. I know all the shipments are getting released now and we're starting to yeah. fill so up. So what you do, if you don't know this, right, yeah. you go in to here and you next to the colors of the Chapo you want, click this button. And then if you're signed in, right, yep. I'm not signed in for some reason, but. If you're signed in, and then they will give you an email alert as soon as it gets in. So as soon as it gets loaded yeah. to the site, there'll be an automatic email, and you'll be the first one to go before they get sniped. Yeah, and that's with Berkeley more than anything. That's a good idea because, um, trust me, the orders we have are as deep as you can imagine, and it's really everything's coming in really punchy, 12s, 24s, 36s, stuff like that, not big, giant, huge shipments. So um doing those notifications is smart because you'll get the email before we even put it in the bin to go to, to put it on the site. So the, what I do when I need something, I sign up for the alert. When I get it, I order whatever I need. And then I post my Instagram story saying, Hey guys, the flat <laughs> <laughs> number one rule of Hellabass is always get yours before you tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. We just got more flat worms today. And, and Pete is one step ahead of that. He actually gets them from the cart cartons before they get put on the shelf. <laughs> he, he, he circumvents it even faster. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, David said they had uh, Dobbins rods at the uh, lodge, and he liked them so much that he uh, ordered two when he got back. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm sure it's a lot of your listeners and a lot of these guys that have been supporting us early on it. So, once again, thanks everybody. It makes it a lot easier for us to. One, know what we should be ordering more of, and two, uh, makes it easier to get gutsy and and get more inventory flowing faster. Yeah. And shout out to Fishing with Gramps. He's filling out fishing reports for Southern Indiana, so that's cool. Thanks, uh, thanks, buddy. 
check out his ambassador page uh, or his YouTube channel. Thanks, bud. Eric says, uh, I'm guilty. He wouldn't know how great Omni was. It wasn't for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. One thing we probably shouldn't overshadow, we haven't even talked about this, is uh, which I haven't really even talked about in my social because I was so busy being gone. Yeah. Is that you guys are running an early Black Friday sale. Yeah, we are. We are currently right now running a Black Friday sale. Ends tomorrow. Um, tomorrow night. So yep. apologize already for those yep. of you that were hoping to save money. And now yeah. you came onto the stream and realized yeah. that everything's 20, almost everything is 20% off. Yeah. Yeah. There's a the few other. exceptions, but, uh, but definitely reach out if there's something you're after um, and, or just go check out on the, on the site there um, where we Kip's always and the, and the CSR team's awesome. If you want to chat with them on the site about questions you got for some, anything you're after, um they'll help you out but yeah the black friday sales gone awesome it's probably a little bit of a reason why we're uh we, we were a little beat up on a few of the dobbins models but that's why um i i highly encourage you if you're interested in something that maybe you're not seeing to just reach out we'll we'll figure it out uh so far gary and the team at dobbins has been fast nice yeah so either you click on that site and it'll apply the code otherwise at checkout early 20 yeah, is the code, and so Dobbins yeah. is not excluded. No, uh, you can get some of the normal stuff like Shimano, Mega yeah. Bass, that kind of stuff is excluded. I think Daiwa is excluded in this particular yeah. sale. Yep. Um, so, but, um, but so sorry for that, and you're welcome. Depending on what your stance is on. Sale. <laughs> uh, good point, Daniel. The 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 premium membership is a pretty sweet deal. Um, it is. A lot of people are loving that. You get free shipping and literally you, you don't have no minimum. So like normally I think it's 50 bucks to get free shipping, right? Yep, it is. Yep. But you can order two bags of flatworms to get free shipping if you're a member. Um, plus you get 10% back credit on all your orders. So if, if you go out and buy a, a new Dobbins HP, that membership will pay for itself uh, on the very first purchase. So, Correct. Or any just about any reels or things like that. So For sure. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I think <laughs> Sean's good point. Angler focus. I think is does is there anybody that doesn't fish at Omnia? Uh, there's a couple of our guys that are not huge into fishing, but yeah. if they weren't there, then we would literally be doing this on the a roadside stand and mm -hmm. uh and taking pictures for Instagram. So uh a lot of our a lot of our really smart people that uh trust us to make good fishing decisions, uh are uh, yes. are not hardcore anglers but they they definitely like it and they're into it things just got awkward how did they get awkward oh he's sitting it's in brian's a sitting, hot tub. Brian's sitting at a hot tub right now that's Sweet. Weird. <laughs> um and i think i haven't exactly worked out uh but i think if brian's available the wednesday night before thanksgiving we're gonna do a stream and we've been talking about doing another one of those giveaways where we do some like secret santa shopping send each other the box to an opening and send them out and i think we might might do more instead of just like one box each we might do multiple boxes so yeah but i think the next we, three weeks uh next week maddie wong 
Bassmaster National Champion. Super cool dude. You guys are going to love him. He's got a great personality. He's going to be really easy to root for on the Elite Series yeah. when you guys meet him next week. Uh, and I think if it works out and Brian's not busy, the, the Thanksgiving week, we're going to do a, a fun giveaway show. And then our guy, Josh Douglas, the first of December coming back. So that's the next three weeks. Pretty, Sweet. pretty stout. <clears throat> yep, that's good. Uh, let's see. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Pete's been Pete's been actually doing work this week. He's actually I actually have. Out. Yeah, no, we've we've been a little bit uh overwhelmed in the warehouse there. So I've been jumping in and uh packing boxes. Sean wants to know why the codes don't work on St. Croix anymore. Uh some manufacturers do not allow you to break their map policies. So sometimes codes do not work for certain manufacturers. Yeah. Um, all right. Sycamore. Good to see you. Uh, yeah. Phil, the 6104CB was that rod I was talking about that Caleb asked about. So if he's looking for a shorter jerkbait rod, I would check this one out. I don't know if Omnia has it, but I bet you if they called him, mm-hmm. they would figure it out. <laughs> we can get it. Yep. Um, How many of the 24 rods you took last week are Dobbins? All 24 of them. <laughs> I don't have any rods that aren't Dobbins, full disclosure. <clears throat> I think I gave away the last of my non-Dobbins rods to the Farmington High School team last year. Oh, here's a good question. Any plans to carry OSP? Yeah. Uh, talk to about all the Japanese manufacturers is uh, some get shipments in and big bulk, like uh, they're not like regularly importing the products. So it's, you kind of got to jump in at the right time and get your hands on them. And currently we're trying to get to a higher restock rate, um, uh, trying to dial in our being able to forecast and being able to get our numbers correct as we order and, stay better in stock. So there's a couple like OSP, GanCraft, some other Japanese manufacturers that will be sitting in outs for a long, long time. So we've got to mm-hmm. wait till we can buy them in the volumes that would be proper so we weren't out all the time. Sure. Yeah, Thomas. I don't know how you could be late. Um, <clears throat> come on. There's got to be – there's millions of people in Chicago. Somebody's going to read those reports, Sean. <laughs> A25 says there's a specific Kitek finesse jig that he needs. What's that specific? Well, he says uh, there's a specific, he doesn't say which one, but just a specific Kitek finesse jig that I bought. <laughs> oh, uh, I bet you money they showed up today. So they'll probably show uh, up soon. Kitek was stacked up as high as I stand today before I left. So. Which isn't that tall, but it's no, tall. it's not I'm like four one. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're taller than fighter, but no. <laughs> uh, the have you threw the Mad Bull for finesse jigs? Uh, I did actually. I threw uh, 
I wouldn't call it a finesse jig. It was more like Seth's little uh, stealth fighter and a half ounce. I skipped docks with it. I tried, I tried to use it for a bunch of stuff you shouldn't use it for because the thing's kind of cool to fish with. It's super light, and I got a little steez on it, and it's just a, it's a fun rod to fish with, but it is really slow. Um, so, Is that a mega bass rod? Yeah, it's a mega bass rod, and it's it's really it's funny because I tried to make it work for twenty different things that you shouldn't make it work for, and sometimes you need to just listen to the people telling you what it's for. It it's like I ended up using it for smallmouth and a and a shower blows and a spook. It's it's a killer topwater rod, um, and honestly, I think I might swap it out for the super destroyer for a jig. I don't throw a top water enough. I don't fish down south enough. Yeah. So just Thomas, you know, kudos to you for filling out uh lake Thank reports. You. But yeah. Um I should just highlight like if you guys want to like contribute to the community, uh yeah. you can just go out here and uh click on your lake or wherever you fish and you want to fill out a report. It's not like it's not like the angler app, there's no GPS bullseye no, right where you're spots, fishing. No, it's no. more like it's a really easy forum. You're like, Hey, I'm fishing for crappie. I'm fishing for bass. Yeah. Uh, and it was in the weeds. It was in the rocks. It was in the timber. Right. And then like, yeah. you can list out a few baits and it's, baits. you can add a picture if you yeah. want. It's like really directional data to help somebody new to a lake. And it's yep. not giving away any secrets or GPS. And if, and if anybody reads your report and at all and clicks on any of the baits that you buy, you get $5 in credit. Yeah. So if you think people are fishing lakes, you're fishing and you think it would help them and they would click on something and they order, then you can get free store credit. So yeah. Jacob is confirming, uh, Kitech arrived today. Yep. Should be a lot of Kitech. I wouldn't doubt we have more Kitech <laughs> than, than, uh, we're not going to run out for a long time on any Kitech stuff. Here's a good question. Does the, can Canadian residents sign up for the membership? Uh, I think there's some different. Uh, uh, we we do service the Canadian markets now, um, and it actually has been going very well. And there is, I I can't speak exactly for it. Chris does all that from our operations because there's a whole bunch of different laws and rules, mm-hmm. and there's some stuff with uh, duties and stuff that come back and forth. It's it's a lot harder than I imagined it would be. And yes, I believe there is a membership but I don't think the numbers are exactly the same, but don't quote me on that. Please reach out tomorrow with any questions and we can get you the honest answer on that. I, I can't honestly say how exactly it works. Maybe Jacob would mention the, comments. I know for sure you can get free shipping with a premium membership. I just don't know how much the kickback is. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Awesome. Cool. Um, what's up, Tim? Good to see you. What's up? David says he loves the membership program, but it also gets him in trouble. <laughs> Omnia is located in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Yep. Um, which is really nice centrally located. I feel like you have really good shipping times. I mean, obviously for me, they're really yeah. good, but I also hear people like most of the people that live in the upper Midwest get their stuff in like one to two days free shipping. Yeah, typically. We're we're probably gonna be just to give you a heads up, guys, we'll probably be moving by about third quarter next year, but it'll still be in somewhere in the Metro-ish area where we've got, we've got it down to a few different locations. Nice. Which I think there's some cool stuff happening. So if, like for the people that live in the cities, yeah. I think there's going to be some cool synergies from what I understand. So yeah. Yeah. We need, we need more room. Yeah. 
What's up? Thank you, Thomas Hines, for becoming a member. That's awesome, dude. Really appreciate it. Cool. Um, that's a good question. I don't know if anybody's used. I mean, have you, did you have you checked out the Caden seven thirty four crankbait rod yet? It's I like have. literally brand new. I, have you I, held I, it yet? I may have even taken it out when I was doing those videos, but I didn't even know what I was looking at yet. I'm still learning the line. Honestly, I've like I said before, I'm guilty of being. Uh, kind of a snobby about stuff. I've been playing with the XCC rods like crazy. So, so which XCC rod was the uh... that seven foot heavy? That was the seven oh five. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been playing with that thing like walking around with it while I talk to people and go to meetings and just keeping a reel on it and trying to justify why I need to try it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think the seven thirty four literally. You guys got to be one of the first people to carry them because. I think in the Dobbins newsletter blast that went out just like a week or two ago, they announced it in the newsletter. So it's, it's yeah. a pretty new rod. So it's pretty cool. It's uh it's a lot different. I thought it was going to be, I, I thought it obviously think it's going to be nice and it's that kind of money and all that kind of stuff, but um, it's a real live feeling. It's, it's a, the handle length's perfect for me for exactly what I'd want to use it for, like a jig mm-hmm. or around docks and stuff. It's it's a pretty special rod. It feels really cool. Nice. Yeah, Hard to explain. One of the kick knockers on back. What's that, bud? I you broke up there for a second. Kick knocker. Kick knockers. Uh, I do I we ordered all that stuff 25 times this year. So it's all a matter of the problem is, is it's at through a few different distributors plus direct to the manufacturer. And you're just waiting, waiting game. I have no idea. Skull. Nice. Uh, Honestly, I just layered up. Like I've just got like some Under Armour base stuff and then layers, layers, and then probably an Arsenal fishing hoodie and then my uh, Shimano rain gear. And then if it's really cold, I got some ice armor <laughs> rain gear yeah. that I never use for ice fishing, but it's really nice for winter fishing. Yeah. Nothing special here either. It's about the same. All right. You guys can reach out to Jacob if you need a model. So there you go. You guys already have geek crack, but I don't know. Yeah, what... we got we got lots of geek crack, lots and lots of it. Unless there's a specific thing, but you got whatever whatever they the got Bellows in six and the Bellows Gills. I yeah. don't know. Whatever they when they got it in stock, we we have tons of it on order. So it's it's kind of similar. If you look around some of the sites that carry a lot of JDM stuff, when you see them get something, we're gonna shortly get it because we're in a bad spot for it in the middle of the country. Some stuff we get faster. Like if it's Rapala, we beat everybody. But if it's something like from the West Coast, we get it a little late. Sure. Yeah. The uh, it's early twenty, right? Early twenty is early the black twenty. Friday. Yeah. If right at the top of the page, you can click on it and it puts it in the cart for when you're shopping before you check out. So yeah. So it's uh, right up here. Yeah. On the page. You click on that you banner up top, and you're good. So that works on. Lots of things mm-hmm. <laughs> um, besides the normal exclusions. Dan, reach out if you got any questions. Kip can take care of you. There's a chat feature <laughs> on the site. All of them. 
right? How many smokes does Seth go through in a day? <laughs> totally depends on the day of fishing, actually. The last Thursday or Friday, I can't remember. Were you part of the Dirty 30 or was that somebody else that was out with him that day? I was there with him, uh, same spot, two days before the Dirty 30. I got to go back to work when he did the Dirty. I was with him when he got a 6.15 and we had a couple other giants, but we did not have 30 pounds. So you only had one six instead of three sixes that day. I think he had two. Okay. But And then the rest of them. Of course, I'm not even kidding you. Shocker here, but we didn't get to weigh any of my fish. They were all small. Uh, which I would have bet you at least a few of them were close to five, but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, he, it depends on how good the fishing's going. If the fish is going really good, not that many smokes. If the fishing sucks, he goes through a lot. <laughs> nice. So, so like what, Pete just had like 21, 22 pounds out of the back of the boat. Nothing. Yeah. nothing. <laughs> Probably to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, so what, what's your favorite bougie reel these days? Oh, Dude, it's that's uh, honestly, it they've been the same for a long time, but this year actually is the first year it's changed in a while. Uh, I think I like that new zillion SV, the brand new one, more than anything else. I think, um, but it's only been one season, it's about half the season. I fished with it a lot. Um, I like it more for yeah, that one. I like it more for. Transformer kind of. Yeah, I like it more for chunking and winding and flipping. But here's the issue. I I didn't actually think it was super good for skipping as much as some of the lesser expensive reels. Um maybe it's just the way I'm used to skipping, you know, with other reels or whatever. Uh I'm a I have a bunch a few of the st- little Steez CTs that I think are just awesome little reels, but for the money, I don't I think next year I'll have a whole bunch of zillion SVs, to be honest. Right. What do you think for like a skipping reel? Do you think the uh the regular Tatula SV or the Elite? I think the regular Tatula SV actually skips better than the Elite. The Elite's yeah, and the flipping pitch, they are way nicer spools. They're faster. They cast further. There's The reels are more solid. They're quieter. The SVs tend to get a little dry sometimes and squeal more. But the SVs are like 50 to 60 bucks less, sometimes a little less than that. And the spools just bulletproof. The spool is foolproof. You mm-hmm. can skip like crazy with that spool, and you won't screw up. So it uh, depends on how much you skip and how good you are at it. I'm not that good at it, so the SB helps me a lot. <laughs> nice. That's what I use on my dock rod. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what the sleeper is? It's actually something you've been using for frog fishing, that coastal SV yeah. with a hundred mil on it. People don't realize that reel's super versatile. There's a lot of cool stuff you could do with that reel. And it's uh if you like that all metal frame like the elites have, but mm-hmm. you want that SV spool that doesn't backlash, try that blue coastal reel that Rich uses. It's actually a pretty sleeper reel. And if you're fishing a Dobbins Champion XP, that thing will look amazing on that rod. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas has got a question about the Maxent Critter Hog. Is it just backed up or is it gone? I don't know on the Critter Hog. I know the Creature Hogs we just got, but the Critter Hog, um, I, I don't have an honest answer for you on that. I don't know. I If it's alive in the Maxent line, we didn't get a choice. It, it's all ordered, and there's lots of it. Okay. 
Yeah, that's another good point. I don't know if you're still doing it, but for a while there was a there's there's been drawings lately for weekly two hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, two hundred and fifty dollars, and it's still going. Yes. Yeah. We're also doing a wish list one now, where you get two hundred bucks yeah. a week. We're giving out if you fill out a wish list and share it. Which Steve's AGS is Pete's favorite casting spinning. Uh, if you're referring to the new ones, I've only fished with one model, so that would be my favorite so far. Uh, actually, since I don't work with Daiwa anymore, I have I didn't get to play with those ones that much. I played with some prototypes before they were uh, even had those handles or the cork on them or anything like that. So, uh, if it's the old models, it was definitely the seven one heavy. Um, me and my friends still have a bunch of those that get kicked around. Um, but I actually, in the new ones, I only used the, it was a spinning rod. It was a seven, one medium lighter, seven, one medium. And, uh, I liked it a lot. I, I, but I don't have a favorite yet in the new Steve's AGS. So speaking of, right. So you said there's also a wish list thing right now. Yeah. So like, they're doing a ton of things. So, like, don't be afraid to just go to Nomni and click around and read all the specials. But so if once you're logged in and have an account, if you go somewhere and you want to make sure you don't forget to get some the new three and a half inch adrenaline claws, which I'm pretty excited to put on the back of a jig, which I don't have any yet. Um, and you can click add to wish list, right? Yep. And then let's see here. You should be able to go to your wish list. Yep. All right, and then you can share this and send it to your mom, your dad, your brother, your uncle, or anybody, right? Yeah, any kind of the stuff that you want. Um, so it's a great way to like make sure people don't screw up, right? You give like yeah. the exact colors, the exact model, the exact weights, add them to your wish list, and send them to the people that say, What do you want for Christmas? Uh, and hopefully, you get what you want, and then also you'll be entered in a drawing. So, yep. Do we put $200 gift card towards your wish list? So, glide bait rod, depending on the size of the glide bait. Um, <laughs> but the Fury 795 SB, uh, assuming you're not throwing really big glides and you're just starting out with like uh, Arashi glides and you know, Savage glides and like River to Sea 168s, that um, that Fury 795 is a great rod. I got a pretty. I don't, I don't know if you have any other non-Dobbins rods that you would recommend, but that's the Dobbins rod I would recommend. I and I, I've thrown a glider, uh, way too much to have not caught any big fish on a glide. So I'm not the guy to ask about glide fishing. But uh, you probably have, hear though people buy rods and what they. Yeah, like, yeah, though. for sure. And and I've worked with people that design swim bait rods and stuff. So I've definitely been in the boat and seen big fish caught on a glide and know all that stuff. I've. Uh, but uh, I have a, a Gancraft rod that's like a seven, I think it's a seven four. It's pretty short. Uh, that's pretty cool. But uh, like I said, I don't know if it's any better than any other rod. I actually, believe it or not, the rod I threw the most of the glide the last few years is a prototype rod that is now in the Kage series is a swim bait rod. Uh, it's a seven nine i believe seven nine heavy swim bait rod in the kage lineup we have them at almia it's if you don't want to spend five hundred dollars on a swim bait rod that kage rod sweet or uh, i take one of rich's suggestions on the dobbins rods we've got all the yeah, swim bait rods up on the site now the fury is like 140 i think yeah 
But I'd go that yeah. route. I'm kind of like you. I, I, I got one. It's mm-hmm. sit, it was sitting down here. It's been sitting down here for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it doesn't stay in the boat. <laughs> My swim bait yeah. rod. Uh, favorite jig rod. Why don't you go first, Pete? Oh, that's so like. I mean, I know it's corny to say it because I think 90% of bass fishermen say jigs their favorite thing to fish with, but I have like different jig rods or different types of jigs, like a big grass flipping jig, a dock jig, a sparse grass jig, uh, you know, um, but I would say if I had to go right down the middle, um, it's pretty nerdy, but uh, I'd say this year my favorite jig rod was probably that was locked in my hand the most was uh it's actually a seven foot medium medium heavy blx rod uh, it's a fast action like japanese seven foot medium medium it was shorter than i normally fish with a jig and a little underpowered but i i was doing a lot more braid to a leader fishing this year like seth does trying to get that confidence up in that and uh and uh it worked good i liked it a lot so right now i would say that's my favorite like jig rod but i can be talked into a few different jig rods depending on the time of year and how big a jig i'm throwing yeah i got two yeah actually three <laughs> but two like so my dock rod is this 705 right here and i use mm-hmm. the champion extreme hp because i fish a lot of docks yeah you could totally get away with the 705 fury the 705 champion very similar action all around jigging, I like the 745, like when I'm not trying to skip it. I can still skip with this pretty good, uh, but I like that a little bit longer rod when I'm just flipping and grass. And grass. Um, a close favorite coming in late this year, though, is the uh, the Jig Special Rod, the Champion 7, the XP 744. Almost fishes as strong as the 745. It's a much heavier action than like the 734 Champion XP. And I have really grown to love that rod. And I I'm honestly don't think there's a hundred dollars better value. Like I don't I don't know if it's worth it buying the extreme when you can get that XP after fishing them for half a year. So Luke wants to know any chance of getting the new Daiwa Steez 2021 AGS line. Yeah, they're ordered. We'll have right. them. I don't know when we're going to have them. There's a little bit of a delay in the whole process for it's a big long story, but uh, yeah, we'll have everything they got shortly. Um, I don't know. So what I think makes Omnia cool, uh, besides that I shop there a lot and it's super close and easy for me, I would say that like if you're a newer angler, or if you're traveling to new places, their shot by lake feature is really nice. Um, the fact that you can go and see what people in the user group are like buying or spending or, or things like that. I think that's cool. Um, the customer service. And then I think the angler focus, like most of the guys there fish and they know what's going on. And if they don't know, they work with the ambassadors in the areas to figure out what they need. Um, they offer a lot of cool programs that are unique that we've talked about. Um, I don't know. What else would you add, Pete? <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I appreciate what you said. It's, it's, uh, we try really hard to make uh, really relevant additions to our assortment uh, regionally. Uh, we're working just like we are in Minnesota for, to carry the stuff for Minnesota anglers. That's catching fish. 
we do the same thing around the country. We work with different people regionally to add the most relevant tackle for those regions. So um, as much as it started out without the intention of having one of the biggest assortments in bass fishing, it was about having the best tackle assortment for each reason possible. Um, I already believe just because of my past that we probably have the, one of the top three biggest assortments in bass fishing already in the country. As far as depth goes, we're over 20,000 SKUs in bass fishing and we're really pretty still new to the game and we're growing quite rapidly and we'll be adding more soon. So I think we help you. Uh, we have a really good assortment. We have really good customer service. I, th I know for a fact we have the fastest shipping in the industry. That's part of our operations team's skill uh, skills. They are really good at it. And, um, yeah, we have killer programs, too. That, that premium program basically makes us, in my opinion, one of the smartest places to shop for tackle. Yeah. <clears throat> and interesting is, like, literally 12 months ago, you probably weren't in the top 10 of selection. Correct. Correct. Like honestly, like inaccurate. Yeah. The people that uh, you know, when I started kind of like working with Omni and, and helping you guys and 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 like you guys didn't have a lot <laughs> 12 <laughs> months ago, I'll be honest. Like like I was constantly ordering, you know, back then from Tackle Warehouse filling the gaps, but now like yeah. there are really few things that I can't get at Omnia that I would want. Yeah, we're we're coming on fast and hard. It's hard. I mean, it wasn't as easy as I pictured it. When we got good budgets to go, I have enough connections. I've worked in the industry long enough. I was like, okay, they'll watch me go. And it, the supply chain was what it was. And it was like, I don't care what you want to order, Pete. We don't have anything. You're not getting that. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it was just like, it, it was, it was a real work in progress. And it really is a challenge to try and dial it in and make sure you have all the pages built, the bins, that honestly, one of our biggest struggles this year has been just getting sounds crazy guys, but believe it or you can come in and visit and see what we're talking about. We're still running into issues that we can't get enough bins and racking and shelves. They take forever to that. Like there's just uh tape ran out for a while. Uh, cardboard rod tubes ran out for a while. Couldn't get those. We were buying them on a secondary market for more money than they're worth. So um, I think in the next year or two, people will be really impressed if things level off really easy about how, how much bigger we'll be in the next 12 months. That's cool. Yeah. Shout out to Gabe Tindorsmani. He also fills out fishing reports, I know, for Thank you. Uh, Central Illinois and, 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 and Missouri. So uh, yeah. kudos to him and check out Gabe's of, channel. A lot of big news coming on that front too, guys. And I just... I want to just, I'll preface it this way. I, I really, I shouldn't even be talking about it. And I'm not saying that to be a nerd either. I really shouldn't. Uh, but for all you that are taking the time to do that, you're going to be pretty impressed here soon when you see what's coming down the pipeline. Uh, I, I, uh, I didn't leave my career to go work in retail. I promise uh, that wasn't my goals in life and my, where I was going. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline from our tech team that you're going to see that's uh, first in class when it comes to all that, all those lake pages and the mapping and all that stuff. There's a lot of cool partnerships coming and cool tech for you guys. So like you said, just more and more. So the people that are putting in the time, ambassadors, members, yeah. more perks down the road. As you guys grow, the perks will grow. So I think if if my HPH high-powered herring was stuck, I would walk out in the water too. So I don't blame you. Let's see here. 
Oh, catching up. Uh... Yeah, so Thomas, there's a storefront in Golden Valley. Um, they kind of got a unique setup. It's kind of like a little showroom up front with a smattering of goods. And then they have like two or three computer terminals that you can order from. Or you can just talk to somebody or you can get your questions answered or look at some stuff. But then you just kind of go over and fill out your order and then somebody will pick it for you in like 10 minutes or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So when you here's a question I get asked and I don't know the answer to. If somebody comes into the store and fills yeah. out the order, is there a place to enter a discount code like? Yeah, uh, either Kip, uh, one one of our guys, and one of the the CSR guys, or one of our warehouse guys that are out there, can either manually enter it at the iPads if you want to check the stuff out first. It's like a lot of times if, if someone's like curious, like I don't know how big those three and a, you know the new three inch adrenaline cross are. I want to see how big they actually are. If you want to see all that stuff first, you can just put your cart together. They'll pick the order and then the guys can enter a code in. you just tell them what it is and they'll punch it in. Otherwise, yeah, you can check out at one of those computer terminals and use a code as well. Absolutely. It, it pretty easy. Yeah. So Thomas, if you're here, it's, it's right off 55, uh, highway 55 between downtown and, and 494. So it's, it's pretty centrally located in the cities yeah. as of now. Did you go to, to Kennedy as well, Pete? No, I grew up in okay. Syracuse, New York. So. so you must have been talking about Seth. So, all right. Yeah. I guess I'll have to catch up on the SpaceX launch later. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, any insight on this? Logan wants to know why did Daiwa change the handles on their reels? <clears throat> It depends on when you're talking about because the reels handles they got now have been around for a while. So they changed from like the old, which were like coated cork knobs. Man, that was a while ago now. But the ones that all the Daiwa snobs like myself, so I'm not picking on you, trust me, uh, whined about when they switched to like rubber knobs like everybody else uses. That was, man, that was, I mean, that that was like 15 years ago so uh they've been using rubber knobs for quite a while but they've got different style knobs depending on the reel so uh you'd have to be more specific on the model that you're talking about but the but the cork style knobs everybody gets upset about that was a long time ago i must have missed that lucky craft lipless coming soon well lv 500 i don't know I'm yeah, sure. uh, actually, we'll see. Lucky Craft's been a pretty dicey operation for a while, but uh, we actually have uh, a pretty extensive Lucky Craft assortment on order. Who owns Omnia Fishing? There's a it's it's venture capital, so it's there's a bunch of us that uh, there's the three original founders that that own most of it are are Matt Johnson. Dan Wick and Chris Morgo, who are the CEO, the CTO, and the COO of the company. And then there's some investors as well. Yeah. I think I think Matt might be somebody good to have on uh, on the stream <clears throat> maybe this winter. I think yeah, Matt, cool. Matt's super interesting. He worked for Lorance. He sold a mapping company. Matt, the mapping software, if you guys are Lorance guys, that's a lot of Matt's brainchild. So. Do you know if you'll be doing the no hassle replacement for Dobbins? Uh, it'll depend on Dobbins 
how Dobbins wants to handle that. I would imagine so if Dobbins wants to say we can do it over the counter, but as we all know, the abuse on that is just brutal. People abuse the hell out of those policies. So if Dobbins wants to handle it, uh, let us do it that way, then yeah, we'd have no problem doing it, but they got to be okay with just us saying, sure, take broken rods and send us new ones. Better late than never. Glad you like the hoodie. Uh, good reminder. Thumbs up is always appreciated. If you guys are interested, entertain, enjoy the content. Uh, thumbs up always helps a little bit. Um, we talked about this earlier. Uh, OSP is something you're working on. I don't know. I would assume OSP probably not this. It's certainly not going to be this year uh, unless it was like second or third quarter, but I got no line on those coming in enough volume for us to order them yet. Uh, not gonna not gonna say anything about depths just yet. <laughs> it, it, let's just say, yeah, it's it's uh, depths is in the works, but I I don't have enough details to go into uh, how big it's going to be yet or when. Here's a question for you on the BLX power pitch steez. Uh, I love the BLXs so far, but there's really only two models that. I've really liked, and one is a composite rod, which is not, you know, I was, me and Rich were both lamenting about our hate for glass. Uh, they have a 7.4 heavy, like everybody else's chatterbait rod that everybody makes that's really light, and it actually does bend all the way down, and but it's really light and crisp, and I can feel a lot with it. So I like that one, and it's balanced really well, and a uh, 7-foot medium uh, that I use for a jig or uh, skip some docks with it and stuff like that, uh, that I liked a lot too. That's really balanced, but uh, balance also comes from where you hold your hand and what reels you put on a rod. So I think they're super balanced, but that's because I choke up on a reel and I run light reels too. So I think it works, right? You don't have to share it with somebody else with an Omni account. I think you can share it with anybody. Yeah, no, you can just share it with anybody. We can see if it's been shared, if you create yeah, a wish. It's, it's a link. You can literally just send them a URL. Yep, yep. Um, does Omni have Afterpay? I think they do, don't they? Or something? Mm-hmm. There's, no? there's, there's been a few different companies that have tried to kind of link up, so I don't know. Uh, we will, uh, and I, I think we've worked with them on a few different. I feel like there's something... Yeah. The, I've never used it, but I feel like there's some payment something in the cart, like where you yeah. can do it in installments or something. I don't, I don't. There, there, there has there's been something. I don't remember exactly what different it is. ones to Shopify we've played with. We're waiting to kind of see who, what the customers like to use. Thank you very much. It's been a chore, but it's working. <laughs> Thomas says he's got the Omnia sticker on his. And his work van, nice. <laughs> Heck yeah, thank you. He, and, and for that, he requests more jewel baits. <laughs> I, I, I honestly—that's probably my favorite thing about seeing. Uh, like, Rich, you'd enjoy this part of my job too. It's like the stuff that you would think. You know, when you're sitting there and you got somebody pressuring you about a budget, right? And you got to guess what baits are going to sell in what region, like. If I got jewel baits, they're going to sell in the Ozarks. And it sounds simple when we're talking about it, but when you're actually spending the money on it, like big dollars and you're just hoping, but it's fun to watch that 
when we go through the orders to see jewel ships to Missouri like crazy, gambler ships to Florida like crazy, like the regionality of it all. So, yes, the the bigger we get in the Ozarks region, the more jewel we'll carry. Yeah. Or if we can get people in New York to buy jewel. Which makes you nervous because, like, it just reminded me when I drive – drove to Louisiana and back, right? Like, yeah, we'll buy a lot of cool looking tackle shops. Yeah. You know, like regional Ma and Pa, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, I, if I would have stopped in any of those, I didn't have time, but like, I would imagine they would have had a whole wall of jewel and zoom and right. And it's like, mm-hmm. so you're like, yeah, they'll sell there, but like, are people going to order online from Minnesota when they can get it? At, you know? But, and yeah. they do, you know, but they, uh, they do. They do. So, but that's what, that's kind of your, your hesitation and your nervousness. Yeah. Is like, oh, yeah. Well, I think I know it's going to sell regionally, but then you find out it works and it makes you feel good. So, yeah, cool. Be cool to see what you get, uh, Gee Fan. Um, You should snap a picture, tag them on Instagram, show everybody what you got. Absolutely. I'd have to agree. I think uh, we should have like a a metro rod tube collection, like where we can (laughs) bring you guys free rod tubes to reuse. Yeah, if we if it ever becomes an issue again, we trust me, we thought about that. Uh, that did not. That's not a new idea. We had that idea, but uh, we got a lot now. We got a lot, a lot of them now. <laughs> What's up, Aiden Bates? Good to see you. Uh, all right, Critical Gavy's having an Ocean's Bourbon. Nice. Um, what do you got, Pete? I have. Uh, from my recent trip to Tennessee to the Pittman Creek show, or it was actually, yeah, to Tennessee. Yes. Uh, we stopped in Kentucky and I got Weller, a bourbon out of nice. uh, Kentucky. What are you guys bourbon buddies? The there you night. go. I got the, the usual Kraken with some Diet Dr. Pepper in here and a, a reasonable Dr. Uh, Taco Bell cup. There you Cause go. I'm, Cause I'm bougie like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fancy rods and fancy drinks. All right. Any have you uh, played with the NRX rod, specifically the eight twenty one Ned rig rod? I fish with a bunch of the older NRX rods, and I get crap from every Loomis fan on planet Earth because I I never got it. I, I, I they obviously felt better than most rods ever on the planet, but I didn't like the actions that much. Uh, I think they were fish losers. Uh, I didn't. I the action wasn't for me. Too fast for your liking. Um, yeah, yeah, I did, and I just the handles weren't my style either. Not there's a bunch of stuff I didn't like about them. The new ones are in. We've we've got like we get like two models at a time, and only a couple of each model when they show up. So I haven't had the guts to take them out and fish with them or buy one or get one for a buddy and use it or anything like that. So to be completely honest, I I have not fished with any of the NRX Plus model, the new ones, uh, in hand. They feel phenomenal. They feel, in my opinion, they're they're more like rods I like. I thought the old ones were way overrated. Um, I think the new ones, to me, feel like they could be something super special. Now they feel like what the praise they should have they were getting back in the day. But at the same time, um, uh, that's a lot of money for a rod, so you better love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I have not fished with them though, uh, so uh, I I'd love to give you an honest opinion once I've actually fished with them. But we just haven't got enough of them in yet for me to steal one yet. 
Yeah. I would say give a uh, shout out to Punch Fishing. So check out Brian. Yeah, he Punch does Fishing. a lot of reviews on it. Yeah. Instagram, uh, YouTube, he does a lot with NRX and Loomis and 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 some of those Shimano rods. Um, I have no experience with them. And I will say just like this is just rods in general. Rods are kind of like sneakers or running shoes like pete's got his idea what he likes in a rod and the yeah, grip and yeah. the feel and the and the actions and yeah and i have what i like and brian like so i i know brian doesn't particularly care for like how the real seats on the front of a dobbins the way he chokes up on a rod doesn't really care for it he yeah. much prefers the nrx and it's sure. really a personal pre- i mean like there which, is no which, definitive right answer for fishing rods and that's what i was gonna say, say. You're you're right, Rich, because like the new NRX rods have a handle like I like because I'm like Brian. I like to have my hand above the real seat, but I learned this the hard way. Uh, you know, people who are massively opinionated about fishing rods, you know, or or reels, like the like the left hand, right hand argument. Like you're really gonna win that one if I if I reel better with my right hand that it makes more sense to you with the left hand. Like uh I did I did rod R and D stuff with with some of the best rod engineers, a lot of the rods that a lot of guys think are the best rods in the world. I worked with those guys and traveled around and did rod and R and D with them. People hold rods in different ways. People like different reel seats. People split their fingers on the reel seat. Some of the people who hold the rod that way will outfish any of the guys who hold their hand up here. You know what I mean? So it all does come down exactly like you said, to personal preference. For example, the old NRX rods had a little nubby grip on the, on the spinning reel. And I didn't like it. I like the new Ford grip on it, but um, it's, the Dobbins Ecstasy, uh, the real seat on that, and the chuck I like because it's smooth around the chuck. I when I where I pinch my fingers and the real seat's perfect. The spinning rod I don't like that much, um, so it, it does exactly like you said. I caution anybody who takes like a certain opinion too far. Try things for yourself and see what you like because uh, rods are just. It's a great analogy. They are like shoes. It's it's what you like best. I I've. I found myself liking shorter rods the last few years than I ever liked. And uh, all of a sudden we got these Miller rods in from Australia and they're weird. They're completely different than everything else. Actions, lengths are totally different. And for some reason I have a gut feeling I might like them and they're all super, super long. Um, uh, It's, it all is in what you're comfortable with and how you're catching them. And if you're catching them, it's like a knot, don't change the knot because someone tells you it's better. If you don't break your knot, just keep tying that knot. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, like Loomis are going to have in general, a little bit faster, crisper actions. And like, for instance, a Dobbins is going to have a little bit softer tip across the board. Yeah. And some people prefer one versus the other. Some people feel the Dobbins is a little bit better. Like it keeps fish pinned a little better. It feels like it gives you a little more accuracy for casting. Other people yeah. really like that really fast, crisp action. And it's really, you got to do you like um, I can you tell do. you what I like. And what I like about certain things, but you may not love what I like. So like, just take that with a, a grain of salt. So I will tell you this to back up Rich's point on that to just to drag this thing out a little bit more. But uh, I know a lot of the guys that were on the pro staff or a lot of these brands, you know, that I talk to all the time. And most of them that had access to both high end G Loomis and the Shimano rods were actually tournament fishing with the Shimano rods, because the actions were more modern tapers, like like Rich is talking about with uh, Dobbins rods, because of our no stretch lines now. There's no question if it was the days of monofilament that a Loomis action and the Loomis blank was 
the superior rod. I mean, it, they were the deal at their time. Uh, but now with a lot of modern lines, you do tend to boat more fish with the modern actions. And I do think to that point, the new NRXs are going down that line. Yeah. Chris, I'm not sure if you're talking about the actual Dobbins side or Omnia. Omnia just got in a bunch of Dobbins rods and they're getting in a bunch more. Um, so, and they're running a early 20 Black Friday sale through tomorrow night. So, um, is Dobbins out of stock? Are you talking about Dobbins site or ours? Because we yeah, have so, quite, so yeah, we but, have quite a bit on there. And if Dobbins is out of a bunch, we might have we did buy a lot of rods from the last week. So, uh, but uh, I'm sure we'll have more on there soon. That's a question. Do you guys have any plan to get into like marine electronics and that type of stuff and mapping chips? <laughs> Your buddy Punch there uh, just hit me up about that today, about Marine, I should say, not electronics. But, uh, yes, Marine is in the future for Omnia. We want to do it properly. Um, uh, we have to be really good at what we're doing first and make a scalable business and a profitable mm -hmm. business before we jump into spreading ourselves out in all different realms of the fishing industry. So um, we have, I think we've accomplished our goals so far really well. So, Yes, you will see us making a, a pretty large splash in the marine electronics and marine business soon. And uh, to be honest, the margins are crap. Yeah. So, like, if there's so, not a lot of so, upside for you guys. <laughs> so, 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 to your point, we need to scale the business first and make it a profitable business first. Yeah. Before you can sell a bunch of stuff yeah, that hardly yeah. makes any money and has you a ton of it. overhead. You got it. And yeah, and requires a ton of customer service and all that. Nice. Cool. That's awesome. Thank Tim. you. Thank you, Tim. All right. Uh, have you fished with the jig freak? Oh. Honestly, and I mean that just to nerd out on rods for a minute, like mo most of us that are at least uh, hardcore anglers or rod snobs or anything like that have touched most of, you know, have all at least seen or got their hands on most of the rods. Like, it, even for as much as I've been around rods my entire career in the fishing industry, I'd never touched a, a Dobbins ecstasy till the other day. Uh, I will tell everybody out there listening that the Miller rods might be the sneakiest rods I've ever picked up. And the biggest shocker to me, uh, I did it as a favor for Carl Jockmason, who's a friend of mine. He actually reached out and said, well, dude, uh, Pete, will you just do me a favor? And get him in the store and help us get the ball rolling a little bit. And I said, yeah, help me do some videos and stuff. And he did it. And uh, they're wild. Uh, one, uh, you better like long rods. They're really long. And two, you better like tiny guides. I'm a braid to a leader guy. And, uh, and at least I'm growing into it. And uh, mm -hmm. um, they're not <clears throat> an easy rod to pass knots through unless you're really good at FGs and you like light braid. You better be a 30 pound braid guy with a jig and uh, leaders like fighter stuff to be a braid to a leader guy with them. Otherwise, if you're a straight braid and a straight floral guy and you like really long rods, you don't have a tiny boat like I do. Check, check them out. I will say I, I bought the swim freak, which is a seven, eight, and I have a basket saber, which is like a foot shorter than Rich's boat. And I hit my console like nine out of 10 casts when I fish the things, it drives me nuts. So, uh, you better like really long rods. Uh, but, uh, they are really light and really insanely well balanced. And you can tell, uh, 
little secret, Ian Miller, the guy who makes them, he was Shimano's rod designer for decades and decades. Uh, did work with G. Loomis, all of them, and he, that's his own branch off company that he started out of Australia. Very cool. Very expensive too. So if you're in, if you're looking at Furies and Cadence, stick with the Furies and Cadence. <clears throat> This is a good question from Daniel. Uh, I'm not sure that I know. I know you've been in the fishing industry forever, but what, yeah. what got you into the fishing business? Yeah, it's, it's, I wish it was like a super cool story, but it was more like a, just, I, I had a pretty bumpy childhood and a pretty rough, uh, <laughs> rough early twenties and all that. I got kind of, I was kind of a mess. Uh, I met my now wife who, like a lot of the stories you hear kind of started to straighten my life up a little bit. And, uh, I was, uh, in and out of a lot of trouble and stuff like that. And I actually got, uh, some friends that got me, into. they had cabins. I, I grew up in New York and we did not have cabins. I did not fish much in New York. Uh, so I started fishing with them and I loved it, but it was the typical Minnesota go up on a weekend and troll and jig for walleyes and stuff like that in the fall. And, um, uh, my wife, uh, wanted me to get a job at Cabela's when they were building the store in Rogers she said, get a job there part-time. Cause I was, I had a pretty decent job installing kitchen countertops. And, uh, and only thing that had me into fishing was, is I was, I bought some of the Linder media VHS tapes and DVDs and books. And cause I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't catch a fish to save my life on my own. I needed to go with someone who could catch a fish. <laughs> and, uh, and then I started working at Cabela's and I think everybody I worked with initially at that Cabela's and Rogers is somewhere in the industry now, whether they work for a manufacturer, they're a rep, they are a guide or they're a tournament angler or something within their career. So it was really more just a, I got to work with people that were really, really good at, at what they did and really taught me how to love fishing. So, uh, Cool. Yeah. Ever since I started working there, I never looked back. I didn't want to do anything else. I worked seven days a week for 15 years to try and make it in the fishing industry. Fury rods. Um, didn't think they were very sensitive compared to other people in that price range. So I mostly use Fury rods for braid applications. I throw moving baits, yeah. moving baits, topwaters, uh, occasionally like a spinner bait. Uh, I do use it as my dock rod for like a spinning rod, like a 703, like, you know, braid uh, for Senkos and things like that. So I'm not using them for a ton of things that need a ton of sensitivity. Um, I also have not fished many other 120 to $130 rods. So I can't really speak to the other rods. I've never had any issue with my Senko rod and sensitivity. Um, But I do say that sometimes what you may like or what you feel is sensitive might be a faster action. <clears throat> and like I said, sometimes that softer tip in the Dobbins maybe feels like it's less sensitive because it's got a softer tip and it, it really like sensitivity. There is no like, just like medium heavy and fast and moderate, like there is no standard. Like <laughs> every rod company is making up their own definitions of medium and fast and heavy and, and all that stuff. Um, so it is a little bit subjective. And so is sensitivity. What feels sensitive to you may not be what somebody else thinks feels sensitive. Um, and a yeah. lot has to do with how you hold a rod and, and what you do with it and all that kind of stuff. So I can't really speak. I've heard a lot of positive things. A lot of people like what they get for the Fury. 
Um, but like I said, I haven't fished a lot in other ranges and I don't typically use Furies in that, that fashion. I, and to back him, I haven't fished with the Fury to give you an honest opinion. I just picked him up in the store literally since last Friday. Um, but I, I'm pretty familiar with most of the other rods in the price range and none of them that I can think of are going to be like earth shatteringly different just from my, from what I felt on Friday, unless the thing's like completely dead, which I doubt. But, uh, a lot of times when you're in that price range, you're not going to get something that's going to light your world on fire. Uh, and just like with a $500 rod or $120 rod, uh, believe it or not, line can change a lot of that for you too. I, you might have a confidence line you're fishing with right now. Um, and I understand not wanting to switch that, but sometimes if you're fit, if you're not feeling a lot with a rod, try different lines, try, uh, stiffer fluorocarbons try different braids things like that and see what you can get out of the rod if you've already owned it yeah i'm also a big fan of the sierra series i really like as a non-glass person the sierra is the most moderate actions in the lineup now i think there's a shortage on sierras right now from dobbins so you guys don't have Mom, I don't think you only have some like the the ultralight and trout stuff. Yeah, I think that is something when they come available that you guys will probably carry. <clears throat> but I have the three and four power like seven hundred three, seven thirty four Sierras for chatter baits and spinner baits. Like as a person that doesn't like glass, glass yeah. those rods you can they're a little like and a lot of a walleye guys really love the Sierras because they just have that slightly slower action which for which is really good in my opinion for action baits it's a really good graphite rod that has good sensitivity but a slightly slower action now some people don't like them when they fish them for like bottom bouncing baits they much prefer the cadence at that same price point because the cadence are a little faster a little crisper but i really love them for the reaction baits for sure yes that's also i would say like that's one thing we didn't talk about earlier good thing that uh, brian pointed out is that Omnia gives a lot back to the communities that support them. So that's cool. Thank you very much. Uh, I fish with my wife and she's more hard me. Dad, tell you what, Jen's <laughs> turning in more hardcore than I am too. Nice. This is a question. I don't know if I've ever, um, heard this come up do you guys do any price matching for other sales or do you kind of i just can do tell own? you I, i've i don't know of any policy we have for that um i i've never heard of us not if you reach out to kip if you and that's there's a chat feature on the site you'll see you can chat with anybody at the site or email us at hello at omnia fishing uh anytime you want uh i've never heard of us not price matching something if it's out there uh but uh, I don't know if we have a exact policy on that. You know, there's a lot of sites that uh, that that do have like a, a standard policy. I know we had it at Cabela's uh, when I was there, but it was like there was a million rules to it. Like we had to call and find out if they had it in stock. It was the exact same model and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And honestly, we don't have time for that. If we can match the price, we'll match the price. So I don't know what our policy yes. is. On it. So reach yeah. out. Customer yeah. service to do what's what's fair yeah. and honest for you guys. So exactly. <clears throat> Have um, you tried the GCX? Just picked them up in the, another one like the NRX. Actually, I think we've got less GCXs than NRXs. I've got 
I think I've touched four models of it so far. I love the spinning rod handles on them, like uh, more than I like the, any of the other G Luma's spinning rod handles. Uh, they don't feel super light, or and they don't they feel a little bit more tip heavy than the other ones. Um, but I haven't touched enough models or fished with them to have an honest opinion for you. I've never fished the evergreen rod, but I've heard people say that they yeah. do not love it, the evergreen rod. It's that's a hard one for me because I I was working with them when they built the rod, and uh, I never liked it. Not because of the rod blank. It's got the ACS. It's Fuji's ACS reel seat, which, if any of you are familiar with it, it's got like two triggers on it. It's I don't understand for the life of me how. It's similar to what Rich, you were talking about earlier about Brian with choking up on a rod. Oh, he hates it. And I can't hold a rod with two triggers on it. One of the triggers digs into my hand. So um, I will say Brett Height and Marizo are two of the greatest chatterbait fishermen, most accomplished in the history of mankind. They swear up and down that blank is straight up the deal for it. But uh, I can't feel if I've got four pounds of coontail on it when i'm reeling the bait back in so i never i never got into the rod at all i don't get it yeah this is a good point too uh that uh everybody's rod game in the last five ten years has gotten a lot better it is getting better yeah and and sadly because a lot of them are using like a lot of the same manufacturers. So a lot of the super opinions out there are not super smart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if you fish the whip snake, but I know Brian has a lot of like videos on the whip snake too. So check out punch fishing. If you don't get what you need from Pete on this, there's a few different models of the whip snake too, like different lineups. It depends on what you want to spend. Uh, but the Levante and the, the Orochi, um, They're both, to me, the most versatile rods uh, for Minnesota fishing or Midwest fishing that they have in the spinning rods from them. Uh, As far as if you want to fish a drop shot, you want to fish a wacky or Xanko, you want to skip a dock with a something or whatever, it's Ned Rig with a rod. It can do all that stuff. Uh, It's a good rod for all that. Yeah. You know, one thing, we're caught up on chat. Yeah. And I asked Pete to give us some data. Yeah, which I almost totally forgot. Yeah. So Pete uh, did some some digging, some data analytics, and he's going to share, I don't know, five or six or seven baits or things yeah. that uh, were sneaky good sellers for Omnia last year. So Yeah. Some of them to you guys might not be that big of a surprise, but what I meant by surprise to me and to us at Omnia was how big of a surprise they were. Uh, these are not top sellers for their category, but they are ones that we had to reorder. Uh, we, we turned our inventory like nine times, which is like industry leading a little deceiving because the supply chain this year. And we all understand sometimes we didn't have that much or something like that, but these are things that we had to order dozens of times. Like we just couldn't buy enough of them. Um, and it surprised me because, uh, you wouldn't think of them as being a class leader nationally. And we are, by the way, now selling more product out of Minnesota than we do in Minnesota by a long shot, right? So right. Uh, our biggest states are like Texas, California, Illinois, big high populous states around the country. So a little bit more interesting when you look at these, what I'm going to show you. But uh, one of the best turned plastics of the entire year was 
the hog farmer spunk uh, shad there, the spunk pintail shad, um, which some of you who are hardcore anglers are well aware of this thing. You guys all know what it is. If you, you know, see these guys on Facebook all the time and things like that. Hog farmers known for their a rig. This uh, was designed to be fished on like a scrounger head. Uh, it looks like a Kitek with the tail cut off. It's got a little bit more of a shad shaped body than it's, than it gives it justice in the camera here or on the images on our website. It's not as round as the Kitek is. It's more shad shaped and the pintail does have some little bumps and ridges on it. I'm trying to get it up in the camera there a little bit better. Uh, this thing is absolutely nuts on a chatterbait. It makes the chatterbait hunt like wild. Uh, um, I heard like 10 buddies tell me this last year and I swear I didn't listen to them. Then it kind of was like out there in the general public that it was a good one. And I was like, I'll try it, you know, and it actually does work really well as a chatterbait trailer. Uh, um, it works on a swim jig, even anything like that. Um, it's just a cool, unique bait. If you're used to throwing boot tails for everything, try some of these, just mix your game up a little bit. I think you'll be impressed. Um, next up is one that so, I'll bet you. Before, yeah. before you get into that. So rewind, that was on, like I did a video this spring of like the top new five chatterbait trailers that I wanted to fish. Yeah. And that was one of my picks. Was it? Yeah. And then I never hardly threw it because I'm so in love <laughs> with I'm so I'm so addicted to the Arsenal Tactical Minnow. And it's not just because I work with Arsenal. Like that, yeah. I think is a it's a it is a boot tail, which I am not a fan in general of fishing the boot tails on a yeah. bladed jig, but the Arsenal Tactical Minnow has such a flimsy little boot tail that I feel like it actually fishes a lot like the spunk shad, to be honest. Still makes it hunt the still lets the chatterbait hunt instead of tracking. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. So next up is not a big surprise, I think, to any of you, but uh it's in a different platform. And what I'm saying is, is if any of you are not super confident in your Texas rigging game, uh the D bomb, pretty standard stuff, right? Uh D bombs, missile baits, D bomb. Everybody's probably tried them that's watching this, but the bulk bags we sell we can't we could buy them in just bulk bags you could stop buying the regular bags we sell these things in bulk like absolutely crazy like we we actually have a harder time keeping the bulk bags in stock than anything else so where what i'm pointing out there is is it's a testament to this bait so if you're someone who has doesn't doesn't have a lot of confidence in a texas rig and flipping or cutting them down as a jig trailer well there you go <laughs> see we didn't even talk about this guys uh uh, if you have no confidence in your Texas rigging game, which I believe it or not, I hear that a lot in our chats and customer stuff we get uh, that they say like, Hey, what bait should I try to Texas rig with or Carolina rig or whatever. Obviously if these basically, you know, you have a good bait when they can actually mass produce it in bulk bags and people buy them it's like Sankos, craw tubes, D bombs, Things that you can buy in bulk are good baits that you should have. Yeah. Especially the super bug. Yeah, that's the best. I one. always have a bulk bag of D bomb super bugs. Yeah. Hey, hey, Rich, can you guess what color of D bomb bulk bags were out of stock when I left? And I said, I'm going to show this to everybody. Do we have stock? Super bugs? Super bug. <laughs> that's that's the one out of stock, guys. Uh, that is the so for those that aren't familiar with super bug, it's literally green pumpkin on one side and black and blue on the other. So mm-hmm. it's literally the two most popular colors for bass fishing in a yeah. laminate. 
and yeah. uh, Reaction Innovations calls it Tramp Stamp, and Big yep. Bites Bates calls it 1099. Yep. Uh, but like, if you're unsure what you should be throwing, that's a great this is call. a hard plastic to beat. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely and, and it's not just D bombs, but craw tubes and sweet beavers and all of that stuff. Yeah, um, that's that's very true. How would you rig the D bomb? No, it's a straight up Texas rig, like yeah. a light Texas rig or a flipping Texas rig. Uh, either a, I like a ringed EWG or a straight shank, yeah. depending on what I'm doing. Um, usually a bobber stop in front of that, but it also is a pretty good jig trailer, especially if once you wear them out. Uh, you know, you, you tear out the nose, Texas rigging them, you cut a half inch off, thread it on a jig. It's also a pretty good jig trailer. Uh, some people like them vertically on the back of a chatterbait. Actually, can be pretty sneaky if you cut them down a little bit. It's a pretty good chatterbait trailer. Uh, yeah. I like to rig it more vertically. Um, so it's a pretty versatile bait, but yeah, it gets I don't know if many, some people Carolina rig them, but mainly a Texas rig and a jig trailer. For sure. All right. Ready for the next one? Yep. Oh, look at this. Right. There's shots fired. Bold statement. Thanks, man. We're, we got a little ways to go, but I appreciate it. We're coming. <laughs> um, give us another building so we can get, we can get some stuff in there. Um, all right. Next up is the Wazo Swimmer or the Uozi. Uzi no one knows Uzi. how to say it. Yep, no one knows how to say it. I think Ben from the hookup calls it the Wazo, which is like the Japanese way to say it. But uh, so this is a $12.99 swim jig. So when I started at Omnia, I the only person I ever se- had seen before I worked at Omnia actually buy these things and throw them a whole bunch uh, were a couple of my buddies who fished the Bassmaster Elite Series. Guess who those are? Uh, I'm not saying who. Um, because they're $12.99 for a swim jig, which is absolutely insane. Uh, I've never thrown them. Uh, I actually started throwing them a little bit this year. Um, this is one of the sneaky best little baits on planet Earth. And the only reason why I tried it was because we have turned these things dozens of times. This is one of the best selling baits we have, especially at such a ridiculous price. So somebody somewhere is catching them like crazy on these things. Um, as you see, it's an underspinned. I got to get the skirt out of the way there. So you can see there's a blade there. Uh, it's an underspinned uh, swim jig. Uh, beautiful mega bass style. The, probably the greatest feature on it, which has nothing to do with the blade is this keeper on here is actually fluorocarbon keepers just jaunting out everywhere. So if you run the salty plastics, like, uh, like the spark shad, it'll actually keep it up in the front of the hook. Uh, it's if you fish offshore in vegetation and you want to reel a bait back to yourself and keep it down in the water column, this is a freaking stellar bait to do that with. Um, I know it's stupid expensive, so are 110s, so are lots of other baits. If you don't care about them being so stupid expensive, this is one of the best baits I've ever had myself to throw offshore and deep structure and get it to actually run in the depth you want all the way back to yourself confidently a bunch. So um, I don't know what it is about it, the head shape, uh, the blade flies off if you throw it at the bank a whole bunch. So don't use it like a normal swim jig. Use it as an offshore structure jig. But uh, killer, killer jig. And 
shocker that it's probably the best-selling swim jig we sell in the entire store uh you know and it's twelve dollars and 99 cents a jig so enjoy that pike so um, owaze is what people are saying in the chat <laughs> owaze yeah. um yes I, I i haven't fished it myself yeah i hear a lot of people do well on them the one downside is people complain about the spinner breaks Arms they, out a little easier. I will tell you, I learned because the first few times I fished them, I used them like a swim jig, right? Underhanding them, sidearming them, firing them up here along some down lay downs and stuff like that. That blade is this is not a $12.99 swim jig like a super K, like you throw or anything like that. That is not what it's for. It's for offshore structure fishing in depth. Um, that's where it shines. And then the blade, I'll be honest with you, I've gone an entire day without throwing the blade off doing that. But your lob casts and far casts, fishing it offshore and stuff like that. So, But if they're um, really chewing, they're probably going to chew the blade off. So, Oh, absolutely. If you blast a bunch prepared, of you're going to get bit. Probably also going to be a little bit ticked off when that blade disappears. <laughs> yeah. I, and maybe that's why we sell them like crazy. I have no idea. But it was a surprise to me. It's in... Skew count numbers, it's one of the best-selling jigs we have, period. Um, next up is one that really blew my mind. Jacob gave me this one, and I was like, what? And then he showed me the numbers. It's insane. It's JJ's Magic, the dip and die stuff. Uh, I've never, honestly, I'd never even used this stuff because I've only heard of Spike It until I worked it on. Like, I don't know if we even sold this, but we may have sold it at Cabell and probably sold the hell out of it, but we sell like this 10 to one to any other dyes or scents or anything like that is JJ's magic. So I don't know if it's a SEO thing on Google or what it would be, but apparently this stuff is like the secret sauce for a lot of people. So uh, if you're into dyes and you've never tried this stuff, it's by far and away <laughs> the best selling dip or dye and or scent that we sell at Omnia. Like it's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh I've used it in the past. It's yeah. it's really it, it it does dye very strong. Yeah. It's got a very strong scent. If you spill it, it's really bright on your carpet. <laughs> um, I'll also say the the it, they tend to leak. So yeah. if you're new to dyes, you're going to want to keep that in another bag because they yeah. like it seems like if you get any kind of salt from your baits when you're dipping them on the seal of the ring, like it doesn't the cap doesn't tighten right. And then it like seeps out. And uh, so just I've, I've gone to markers like the spiky yeah, markers. I, I haven't used a dip in forever of that mess. Um, yeah. Let's see if Tim Maynard's on his, uh, if he's around to do some moderating. Um, <laughs> we, we're, we're officially, we're, we're doing now well. You know your big the spam bots, the spam bots yeah. have showed up. So, um, yeah, so it's good stuff. It's potent. It reeks. Um, yeah. If it seeps, your, your whole tackle bag is going to smell like lasagna um so yeah so yeah but just uh, that was one of those ones that was a surprise <laughs> to me uh next up is a surprise as terminal tackle goes uh I, i'm not surprised we sold a lot but i just couldn't believe the numbers and how many people bought them but it's uh owner flashy swimmers um yeah. uh i mean i i have i own them i bought a couple packs when we got them the first time and i uh i know people 
a lot of my friends use them, but I had no idea the volume to which we had turned them and how many people bought them. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, it's like a swim bait hook with a screw lock in the front and a weighted belly, but it's got the blade on the bottom. Um, this particular model is the ADOT in three eighths of an ounce. This is the size you buy for the mega bass freestyle mag draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're into the mag drafts, the freestyle ones, uh, this is the size you want for them. Uh, this particular size, we sold like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of, of these ba- packages of these things. So um, clearly this is one of the hottest terminal pieces on the market. So if you're into soft swim baits and you want to rig them Texapose so they're weedless, check out the owner flashy swimmers. They're also really, like I think the Tenot is the perfect fit for the Dream Smasher. Dream Smasher, yeah. There you go. Now, no Dream Smashers at Omnia because they can't even make enough of them to sell on their own site. But um, this I, is kind I, of a geez. cult, cult following oh, on these bad boys. But. They absolutely do. Uh, I freaked out Jacob one day because he we couldn't get him, as you know. You can't get him in volume enough for a retailer like us to carry him. So... I had about three thirty-seven hundreds full of them, two deep in every stack, and I gave them all to Jacob. So he was, if you want Dream Smashers, hit up Jacob Bros. <laughs> uh, next up is another one that you guys have seen on Facebook and everybody's glory photos from Instagram and Facebook and everything. But once again, another surprise for me because I was trying to go through categories and surprise products where they showed up there was a shocker of the volume we sold in. And that's the, that touch screen Rapala scale where it holds, shows you eight fish and you can call with it and everything. Uh, we've, <laughs> we sold pallets of these things this year. Uh, uh, so I've used one for years in the boat. So it never seemed like it was anything special to me just cause I'm used to using one. Um, uh, a lot of my friends make fun of you if you don't show them a picture of the fish weighed on this thing. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, so I will. I, yeah, it's it's it's. I think the best one. I mean, there are some other high end ones that are pretty good, mm-hmm. but those are like eighty to a hundred dollar, right? I think for that forty dollar price point, this is yeah, the best one, one out there. Yeah, it's a little big. They do make a smaller one, but mm-hmm. for people that have boats, seem to really yeah. prefer that one. Um, if you're a bank or a kayak angler, I think you'd prefer that. There's one that's about this size. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but it's a great scale. It's pretty accurate. It's a little conservative against tournament scales, which is what you want. Um, yeah. Most people say that like, hey, if I weigh them on my Rapala scale, I'll I'll gain an ounce or two per fish at the, at the tournament scales. Um, yeah. They're pretty consistent from scale to scale. I would say the only knock on that thing is is the the call balls and tags it comes with or junk go ahead and just throw those in the garbage <laughs> yeah i I'm, I'm gonna back you up on that one because uh, <laughs> i i don't we don't use those ones now you say it but i will say um uh, you know i've probably been using that scale i don't know i i don't know if i've been using it five years three years eight years, years. I, I couldn't <laughs> honestly tell you how long i've been using it but uh i've only been through a couple uh maybe three uh, which is saying a lot because I can kind of remember before that I had to get a new scale like twice a year if I if I cared about mm-hmm. a scale. Um, 
it, it's 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 really nice to be able to touch screen scale. It's it's pretty easy to use. The shocker to it was how many of them we sold. Like it's crazy because for the amount of accounts we've had in a small period of time, I mean, Omnia was really been around for three years, two years of being really legitimately in retail, like where we were actually selling product to people. Right. So our consumer base is relatively small right out of the gate and you got to grow it, grow it, grow it, grow it. And uh, the fact that like that many people bought these things from us, it feels like almost like a third of every bass angler in the country has one of these things. So uh, I guess if you're looking for a scale, if you want to know who buy what one sells the most, it's by far and away that one. Yeah. And I, I know, like, I feel like every other month or maybe every month that question comes up in the Minnesota bass heads group and yeah. 10 to one, the response will be that scale. Yeah. And there's a love hate relationship with it. Like anything else, people hate that scale. I got a buddy, one of my best friends, will not touch that thing, hates it, you know, has had a million problems with them, but I've had a, I've used that thing a while now. It's been good. Yeah, maybe there's some bad ones out there, but if you get a good one, it'll last you five years at least. For sure, (laughs) yeah. And, I mean, I catch fish from that time. I use my cull scale. Like, it gets, it gets a workout. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Not like I just keep it in the boat and don't weigh fish. Like, mine mine gets used. Um, For sure. I mean, that, but fighters, dirty 30 was on yep. that scale like oh, that's yeah. like the standard in the uh yep oh that's what it's it's just as important for glory shots as it is for uh tournaments yeah luke requests the fast etch clips from mustad so hopefully what are the fast etch clips they're like those little uh they're like little twist clips the crankbait like clips huh like crankbait clips yeah they're kind of a version of a snap type thing oh. From us, they got a wire twist in them. Um, hopefully, Jacob's paying attention, taking notes. Oh, I'm not familiar with those. Brian wants to ask about Nico baits. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No, no I, I think they're the not. East Coast. They're kind of niche, they're kind of like high end soft plastics. I think they have some kind of like combination of like gulp and elastic properties. Okay, know. no, that's a new one to me. Please send me the info on it. I'll... Tim says oh, he's once... Yeah, those are expensive, though. Yeah. All right. Won a lot of local club derbies on a flashy swimmer. Sean says he's a fan. Chris has got that scale. Are the scales waterproof? I think they're water resistant, but I don't think they're waterproof. I mean, I've got them, you know, wet from fish splashing around and all that stuff and fit used them in the rain a few times. I wouldn't call them waterproof by any I wouldn't any drop stretch, them in the live water yeah, the lake. No, I wouldn't either, but, <laughs> but I've got them to work even when the screen's wet. So all right. Jacob's still here taking notes. That a boy Jacob. Yeah. Oh, career clankbait covers, those little wraps I use. My mom made them for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so she just made, she got some uh, like thick PVC plastic like material and then she just glued and sewed on Velcro strips on them. So um, 
but otherwise there's some there's some decent ones out in the market but it's yeah. you go through them like they fly off like you just some people like those like really rigid like bait sacks with a clip yeah I, I don't know they seem a little too clunky for me i don't know they, me too me too dad bot angler i just love yes. dad bot angler's name that's <laughs> yeah, a good name right there with you dad bob mini back mini max chatterbait is that in working on it it's, I don't it's know where not it big blade showed up but not the mini one we did just get a whole bunch of chatterbaits though What's your, what are your thoughts on the X-Prides? X-Prides seem to be a rare universe, universal love out there. Uh, we actually, funny you say it. We were talking about that today. Uh, we had actually had a guy, believe it or not, and maybe this is you, man, <laughs> call in and ask one of our CSRs if we, what we thought about between a Miller and an X-Pride. Um, and uh, I think the X-Prides are some of the most impressive moving bait rods uh kind of the opposite of what rich's opinion was where you don't spend a bunch of money on a moving bait rod because it kind of has the same actions as a bunch of 120 rods but they feel really light and crisp and alive they feel if you want to spend the money on a really expensive moving bait rod i think the expirides are probably some of the nicest expensive moving bait rods i've ever picked up Here's the caveat to that. You guys keep picking rods that I've never fished with. I feel like I fish with like 90% of the rods on the planet, but I'm not going to lie. I've never, I've only thrown like, I think I've been in Dougie's, Josh Douglas's boat a couple of times and thrown them like picking up his rod to throw a bait at something. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. um, but just from picking them up in the store and, and I can honestly, I think I have a pretty good opinion just because of all the customers we talked to. I think the expert rides would be known as the premium moving bait rods in the Shimano G Loomis universe. Um, I don't think as a jig rod that they're any more special than a poison, that they're as special as a poison Adrena or uh, and as a G Loomis or any of the high end Dobbins or mega bass rods or anything like that. Uh, that's where I don't think they're that special, but I think for uh, chatter baits, spinner baits, crank baits, top waters, all that kind of stuff that they're special. Cool. Yeah, I think fishing in the rain is fine with that scale, but if it was a downpour, I probably would back in the compartment. Wait till you got them all in the box. Well, uh, I can confirm the flatworms are starting to show up everywhere. We got more today, so. yeah i think uh the story behind the bargain bin is my understanding is that there's a lot of stuff that you guys ordered early in the year (laughs) that came in in huge lots late in the year so you just kind of trim some inventory and like that there's a lot of good good stuff in the bargain bin og slims uh yeah fighting frogs bunch of striking jigs like there's a lot of good stuff in the bargain bin so to give you guys a little tip on i mean just some raw truth on that one a lot of that's a space issue for us it's not so much even we don't have like room to put everything in a box but our bins and our location system for inventory tracking and picking uh to rich's point stuff we'd order it from five different places because we couldn't get enough or couldn't get it fast enough and then it all show up at once and we had we had to fill it up in too many bins, and it was like, all right, we got to move some of this stuff. 
Is Omnia going to keep expanding on Sims? Yes, we we have a very good relationship with Sims, and yes, we we are getting all the new Sims stuff and a lot more Sims in stock. Yes, Matt Allen from Tactical Bassin has caused the six ten X Pride to become an extinct rod. He says <laughs> it's a sweet rod. There, there, they are nice rods for the money. I'm hoping to make some Dobbins rods extent this off season. Um, <laughs> I hope you do too, bud. <laughs> uh, here's a good question. Have you heard anything? One of the DTT eights are going to land. Uh, it's changed like two, three times. So I can't. It's getting sooner and sooner. Answer. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's changed a couple of times. I don't know if they're going to be, uh, uh, late winter edition. I'm guessing it's going to be January, February timeframe before they're around. Yep. Invisex bulk spools. There's a few of those in the bargain bins. You might want to keep an eye out for those. So. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I almost left one in the in the Ranger. <laughs> my bulk, my, I bought a bulk spool of 20 pound Invisex. I almost left it in the boat I brought back, but I, I grabbed it. Um, cool. We're caught up in chat again. Woo! What else nice. do you want to talk about? Uh, 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 uh. I guess I'd be remiss. Like, I'm not gonna pretend like. Uh, but hey, I mean, condolences to the Martins family. Obviously, that was oh, a big yeah. loss to the fishing yep. community. Uh, I mean, I saw him, maybe said hi to him a couple tournaments here and there, but I can't say that I really knew him. But obviously, that was not a good deal. I don't know if, if you ever got to meet him or saw yeah. him when you're out and about. And it's it's uh, I have the the a very similar story to what you've heard from a lot of people about Aaron. Um, uh, I don't think Aaron would have, if you would have walked up to Aaron and said, do you know Pete from Omnia? I don't think Aaron would have remembered who I was, but if Aaron saw me, he talked to me like you, we were like old best sure. friends. That same story you've heard from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I, I had dinner with him at a couple actually Sims. I actually ate with him at a Sims dinner once. Uh, and actually, this is, I know this is going to sound like a knock to all you MLF fans out there, but I had to work the Red Crest that time. It was in lacrosse. And uh, I know none of you were there because no one was there. I was by myself in a field underneath a tent. And the best part of that entire week was that's my Aaron Martin story was uh, when the anglers would come back finally, they had the stage. They used to do the where they'd make them get on stage and talk to nobody. There was no crowd there. The anglers would just get off the stage and Aaron Martins would come over and walk over and talk to me for like an hour and a half every day. It was the best part of the whole thing. Uh, And we literally argued uh, in in a nice way about rods and reels and guides and gear ratios and handles and all that stuff. Uh, um, So that's my Aaron Martin story. Other than that, uh, I, we weren't, I, I did, I don't have his phone number. I wasn't that close to them, but I will always say, um, he is uh, one of my heroes when it comes to the fishing industry. He definitely taught me a lot about fishing. I just remembered something that we talked about to put on the agenda. We were going to give away some Omnia swag. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> so for those that stuck around, Rich finally remembered that we were going to give away, I think, a hoodie and a a hoodie yeah, and a hat of your choice. You get to pick them out. We got a whole bunch of hats, some new hats on the site, and two new sweatshirts. So you can pick any sweatshirt and any hat you want, obviously your size too, and I'll ship it to you. 
Rich Rich picks the winner and lets me know their name in it. Yeah. So kudos for those that uh, waited around and I finally remembered. Um, <clears throat> while we're doing that, remember the, the, the Black Friday sale is live at Omnia through tomorrow night. Um, so early 20, the code's at the top. You can totally use it on the new Dobbins rods um, and a lot of other things. A few exceptions, but not many. So here is the giveaway. I'm going to start collecting comments. All you have to do is type hashtag Omnia into the chat to get entered. We'll let that run for a few minutes. Anybody that wants to get them some sweet Omnia swag. <clears throat> Luke asks, perfect 5XD rod. I will be honest with you. I don't have <laughs> enough to tell you what the perfect 5XD rod and I would be lying and I'm not going to tell you information that I don't know. How about um, the new striking 5XD rod? I just been fishing with that lately. I have the prototype. It's actually pretty cool. I would say the rod I have that I would throw it on is the Dobbins 765CB, but I don't throw, you know, DT10s 5XDs enough to say that I know the perfect rod. Um uh, I've been throwing that 5XD rod. It's actually pretty freaking sweet, believe it or not. Uh, any rod snob who wants to make fun of me for it, wait, you actually throw it. It's actually pretty decent. I would say wait till that thing comes out if you want a rod for a 5XD. Otherwise, oh, you make me think on that one. It's probably, uh, I hate to say it, but that 7.4 medium heavy moderate BLX rod I've been throwing. Bougie rod. Nice. So uh, any any plans to get long sleeve hooded sun shirts? In, um... uh, we interviewed a handful of companies about get, doing them. Uh, everything was like either too expensive right now, like where you guys would be buying like $60, $20 sun shirts from us, or uh, or we weren't going to get them till like the summertime. So um no plans as of right now, but I promise you it's coming. It's just going to be a matter of supply chains getting back to normal and pricing getting correct. So we can't, uh, we don't want to sell our own personal merch for more than Sim stuff costs when it's like not even that fancy. Got catch up on the chat. The chat went crazy yeah. when I put up the hashtag thing, and now it's all bogged down. Good. <clears throat> Tom yeah, says, I see. Thanks. Oh. No Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Critical Gravy starting his own hashtag. <laughs> gravy. There you go. <laughs> Champion 765CB. Well, Tim, who cranks more than I do, says he likes that rod. So maybe maybe I do know what I like. <clears throat> um, some people like the Caden 7. I do have the Caden 735CB. I've thrown a DT10 on a little bit. I actually like my 765 a little better for that, but... Okay. Uh, a lot of that's personal preference for cranking too. Um, oh, that's not that's the wrong. Oop, to, wait, to, nope. Tatula Elite Ailer 
medium heavy, huh? That's that Thomas Hines there that you said there, that rod is exactly like the same blank as the rod I was talking about uh, with the BLX. You're correct. Uh, that rod fighter got me into throwing those rods. He throws that old cork handle to Tula seven, four medium heavy. And I'm not even kidding. You. He throws 25 different moving baits with that rod. And it's just one of those ones where he's confident that he, his hook set, his action with the rod and landing fish with it. Uh, it's the kind of the way that that exact blank you're talking about is what I, I'm throwing to. Cool. I assume Kelly's asking for more blade baits, like more silver buddies, more vaults, oh, more uh, that kind of I'm, stuff. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, last two years, I think I'm uh, the blade bait whisper. It's like I suck all year and then I'm just like a badass fish when it comes to a blade bait, which is really embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, we got lots and lots of, Lots of blade baits uh, that'll be landing here in the next two weeks, I believe Jacob told me. So, <clears throat> but we already ha- we have Mega Bass, Damiki, all sorts of blade baits. Nice, cool. So, did you say you are good at blade baits or not good at blade baits? I am. I, it's I'm not. It's not that I'm that good at it. Uh, it's just. Uh, I, the last couple falls, I've had really good falls on a blade bait. Like, like, um, it's my confidence cold water bait, uh, by a long shot. Well, slide into my DMs. Let's, let's, let's take that saber out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> saber, saber is currently Aaron McGraw's got it as we speak, wrapping it in blue tape. It's going away. So, oh, well, we can take the, we can take the classic out. There you go. If you got a good blade bait bite, <clears throat> there um, you go. Yeah, spam bots are going crazy. I have not fished the six nine jerkbait caden rod. Uh, I've heard good things. I think maybe Brian in the chat. Um, Brian K has one. Um, I, I like my seven foot, so I haven't tried the six nine. Um, so, what's your favorite blade bait? Since you're a, a, a blade bait whisperer, I. I'll be completely honest. I've been trying a whole bunch of different ones, like a whole bunch of different ones, like bought a bunch of crazy ones and stuff. I don't think I've found one that's even second place to that Demiki vault yet. The Demiki vault's by far the best that I've fished. Yep, there you go. So, all right, uh, last call. We got 34 people. Uh, so hashtag Omni if anybody wants to get in last minute. So about half the people that are here got in the drawing. Um, so we'll just uh, give it maybe another minute. I guess a couple other things. So like, yeah, the uh, Black Friday sale still going. We talked about yep. that. Uh, next couple weeks. Next week I'm having Maddie Wong, the national champ That's on. Cool. That's going to be a cool stream next week, the week after. Brian, if you're still here, uh, let's do that giveaway that week. So I, I kind of think like, November and December, I want to do a couple giveaway. Like, tis the season, like for giveaways. So I think we're gonna for sure. blow out some cool stuff. Um, for, we'll jump in on that for sure. And then uh, I think the other thing I do is if any of my members win, then I'm gonna throw in like a bonus, like twenty dollar Omnia card if uh, a channel member wins the drawings. So I think I'll match it. I'll Whoa! match it. There you go. Um, so that's what's coming up. And then after that, Manny Wong, we're going to give away. And then Josh Douglas for the first week in December, talking about his Elite Series birth. Um, 
do that wish list thing too, guys. Like uh, fill out a wish list and send it to your uh, loved ones, your mom, somebody, and uh, share it. And uh, you can win a $200 gift card. We're trying yeah, to get cool. that that tech all dialed in. So do us a favor and go try that out for us. There you go. That simple way, like cost you nothing. Yeah. Sign up, create a wish list. You share it with uh, your mom or your brother or your cousin. Yeah. You you maybe get something you actually want for Christmas instead of some socks or underwear. Yeah. Uh, and then you're helping out Omnia, who clearly is interested in helping out the fishing community. So win, 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 win. Fishing with Gramps has given away a Team Lose Custom when he hits 15K. So nice. oh, that's cool on his channel. Yeah, a little bit late. I was like concerned that like, oh man, I'm kind of tired. Like maybe it'll be like a one hour, like wrap it up and like get to bed. Like, and we just get talking about tackle and I get all jacked up and yeah, here we are. For sure. Um, we're going to do some other types of giveaways too. Uh, we'll probably have a couple different options so that there's more chances. Um, yeah, you just got to go. I can show it one more time, Daniel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Daniel's going to send his wish list to me. So there you go. All right. Um, let's do the drawing quick first before I, yeah. So we're up to 40. I think everybody's had a chance. Um, we're going to hit that draw button. See everybody's name flashing, 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 flashing. Oh, 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 it always goes super slow. John Welsh, congratulations, John. Welsh. John. He's, he's right. a longtime uh supporter, so that's awesome. Good. So, John, I think you know how to get a hold of me. <clears throat> Send me an email or a message on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we'll pass you on to Pete, he'll get you set up and you can yeah. let him know your size, your color, and all that kind of stuff. So as far as the wish list, right? So you need to yep. make sure you're signed in. Yep. And then you go to what and I think if you're not signed in, you only see add to cart, you don't see add to wish list, right? Yeah, you don't have wish list. So you got to make sure you have created a profile, create, an, create a username with an email, and then yep. you should be able to add to wish list. Yep. So that's the key. There's a on the or you're not signed in, you can't do a wish list. On the home screen, as you scroll down in one of those big boxes, there, there's a wish list thing with Sobe on it. It'll, it'll, they'll explain it to you how it all works. There, this, uh, where is it? Should be there. No, I'll get it up there tomorrow for you. How about that? (laughs) It was up there, it wasn't an email. It was, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. If you want to see a sweet video of Pete talking about Dobbins, you can watch this one. Mm-hmm. Bunch of stuff All right, let's catch up on a few comments before we wrap things up. Yeah. Uh, lose. Thomas wants to know is lose coming aboard? Uh, very well. Uh, that we'll we'll have but a very extensive lose and strike or lose rods, reels, and striking. We'll we'll have. I'm pretty confident the biggest assortment in the north. Hmm. Dad bod, I'm not sure if I had to grab a rod, I'd probably go with like uh because I wouldn't do it enough to have a dedicated rod, I think I'd throw a mag spoon like a Dobbin 734. Depends how mag we're talking about. If it was really mag, I've, then I'd probably throw it on my 765 crankbait rod. But yeah, I haven't picked up a rod yet that I would th- would throw a mag spoon on yet from Dobbins, but I've only picked up a dozen or so of the rods. So. Yeah. Congratulations, John. 
Uh, lots of congratulations. Yeah. Bassman spinnerbaits are cool. And actually, we'll talk about yeah. this all next week in a whole bunch more detail. But almost every fish I weighed was on this half-ounce compact Bassman spinnerbait chartreuse white with a little three-and-a-half-inch tactical minnow. These little turtleback just... It was it. Was, it got bit down in the bayou. You should have told me that. I'd have, I I would have surprises for you. Oh. I'll have to talk yeah. to Glenn and Sue at Bassman. No, they're they're awesome people. I can't wait to tell them that. Yeah, and I and I put that on big game model that I bought just for fishing down there. Are you serious? There. No yeah. way. God, weird coincidences this week. We've just been talking about big game a bunch at the shop. Who's this guy? Oh, <laughs> wait! That guy sold all his rods out already. We're done with nice. you, Sobe. Yeah, I was gonna make a post like telling people that Sobe's there. But yeah, no, we was. <laughs> One of these days, Sobe, you're gonna have to make her a fiance instead of a girlfriend. But we'll just leave it at that. Hey, Sobe. By the way, that seven two heavy you got's a sleeper. That thing's light as hell. You gotta you gotta talk about that thing more. We gotta get you on a little live stream or something. Uh, Boogerman buzzbaits. Those are good buzzbaits. I just, I know they re kind of brought those. I just don't know how yeah. widely available they're probably don't have. And there's like eight mold. guys who say they've got the original mold and I've got the Boogerman and I got the Boogerman. We've, we've dealt with a few of the garage guys. It's, it's tough with those things. Yeah. I can tell you that I've got some original Boogermans hanging on my garage wall. And Do every you? time Sam Sobe stops by, he wants me to give him some of those buzz baits. <laughs> so you got to be honest with me. You fish, you fish that kind of stuff. Are, are they legit? Is it the, are they the best? It, it's a, it's a good buzz bait. It's super loud. Like when you need yeah. that head banging buzz bait, it is, it, it, it's loud. It bangs. I have the knockoffs. I have a few guys that gave me, I'm saying, this is the original booger man. I just can't call it. You know what I mean? But I, I haven't noticed a major difference. I thought Boogerman restarted though. Like I think they actually have. Yeah, the guy is yeah. doing it again. That's what I heard too. Yep, there you go. The wish list is at the top. So I think if you want a specific color, oh yeah, um, what you have to do right is so if you go and how you do that is. To get the right color, you just need to pick the color here and the size up here. And then you can say, you know, I want 4.8 in electric shad. Then you can add that to your wish list. Yeah. If you want a specific color in your wish list and size. Very good. Otherwise, if you just click on it, it's going to give you the first one to your wish list. Yeah. I feel like Sean's not talking about buzz baits anymore. No, no, I don't either. Black label. You getting any balsa in there? Not, not on the immediate horizon. Uh, we actually have an exercise for handmade and like fancy crankbaits, but it's not for till after Q1. We're doing swimmers before that. A lot of swim bait stuff, like, like little regional big stuff. Uh, we're doing those. Uh, there's a couple other things we're adding before the families of that stuff, before we get to expensive plugs. All right. Gold whisperer gets a question. We're silver and brands talking about your favorite blade baits for smallies. 
Um, I've been throwing, uh, you know, gold in like that river or tannic and any sort of color in the water at all. Um, silver, if I'm on any like the clear lakes and there's not a lot of clouds and things like that. Uh, but I do like a little color in the blade too, other than just silver or gold, like obviously gold and black, but Jamiki's got some cool colors with some black, uh, blue and silvers and, uh, you know, yeah. There you go. Um, Sam, why don't you, uh, now that you've shot a deer, why don't we go out and throw some blade baits? <laughs> and that I honestly, uh, I've caught them on a, the Mullox blade baits really good. We don't carry them at Omni yet, but we just ordered them. Uh, but I learned that uh, from a buddy. Uh, I started throwing his, they're good. Uh, uh, Jacob was really lazy the other night and he wouldn't tie braid loops for me. And I don't know how to do it. Uh, Cause Dougie used to tie braid loops for me back in the day and then jacob's tied him for me the last two years and then he apparently had homework or something like that the other night and he wouldn't tie what? my blade yeah he wouldn't tie my braid loops so i actually fished without braid loops the other day and i did pretty good um i lost a couple i might might have landed with braid loops um but kind of even shook my whole i have to have those on there because i lost so many fish on a blade that uh, I went to a really soft rod and straight fluorocarbon that Demiki vault blade and three ace and half ounce. If you got any sort of wind whatsoever or current, uh, you'll get, I think you get better, bigger bites on the half. Um, but yeah, golden dirty big, water. What's that? Caster or spinning rod or what? Spinning rod for sure. I, I lost way too many. Pat Renwick was trying to tell me he blade bait fishes all the time and he uses a glass rod with Berkeley big game. Mm. and braid loops and you can land them on a uh, on a blade uh th- i i've i've been with some really good fishermen that are really worried about landing every fish they catch and i think the spinning rod's pretty key to that game it's it's tough to get them in the boat they if you get it mean ones or current or rock sticks anything around a blade bait's just a fish losing ass bait if i was fishing a tournament with a blade bait i'd be freaking <laughs> I'd be a mental wreck. That's for sure. And you said straight four Oh, I, I did it this time. I've always run braid to a leader. And I'll tell you this halfway through the day, I, uh, either broke off or I had a went and something. I forget what reason it was, but I picked up, uh, my buddy's rod with braid and a leader on it. And you could feel that blade move a lot better subtly off the bottom. And I've always fished with braid and a leader, but I hadn't noticed as much since I was using straight floor and I caught them just as good. I don't think it helps you catch any fish, any of that crap. It was, I'd go right back to that braid to a leader again, just because you could keep that subtle because all you're trying to do is feel that thing shake. The minute you feel it shake, you're moving it too much. Let it go. And then the minute you feel it shake again, you let it go. And, uh, and that was super key with that braid to a floral leader. You could feel it way better. Nice. Man, we went two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. So I think we, we caught up in most people's questions. Ballin 21, I'm going to have a super deep dive on the Natty next week when we have Maddie Wong on. So we'll we'll go super deep into the boat and the rods and the reels and the prep and all that stuff. So tune in next week. Um, I'll put links down in the description below to all the stuff that, that Pete talked about and all the baits we talked about. Uh, if you came in late, uh, make sure you check out the early 20 uh, sale at Omnia through tomorrow night. 
Uh, thanks. And if you want to click the link in my description down below when you get there, I won't be mad. Um, <laughs> mm. uh, but otherwise, catch the replay. Uh, there's the podcast version. Appreciate Pete coming on. Uh, you know, fill out the wish list. Check out the site. There's tons of good stuff. Uh, thanks to everybody that came on. Congrats to John for winning. Man, we covered a lot of ground tonight, and it was fun. I appreciate it. We'll have to do this more often, Pete. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I really do. And I thanks for all the support for Omnia. We really do appreciate it, Rich. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely stop up there and and fondle a bunch of those XTC rods and a few other models I haven't. So we we'd actually we talked about it today. It'd be nice to have you in just to even give us a little rundown with them all with us all there so we can see kind of get a little speed course for me on them. Yeah, absolutely. Love to. All right. Uh, as always, if you guys didn't get your questions answered about rods or anything like that, or you're looking to do some last minute shopping, you guys can contact the guys at Omnia through their chat. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or leave a comment and I'll get back to you. Um, and uh, great stream guys, everybody. Thanks Pete. Thanks everybody that showed up. The chat was crazy uh, tonight. So a lot of, a lot of people, I don't know. That's awesome. Um, as always here to help you guys catch more big bass and suck less. See everybody. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.